yours truly, the guy from the East Coast in the Midwest Coast. I don't know if that's a thing. Mid South. There we go. Mid South Regional <laughs> Wrestling. Fucking whatever. But I'm Joshua Caraballo. Yay! My I'm, best friend's here! I am here. This is not a glitch in the Matrix. So, surprise. And over here is the happy Motor City machine gun wearing shirt guy. Matthew, young Matthew to be exact. What's up, everybody? And across from me is the man with the beard that all the girls fear, Big Daddy V, Big Brian Vincent. What's going on? Nothing much, man. Glad to have you in the other side of the track studio. <clears throat> Surprised you're not wearing the other tra- side of the track studio. I figured I had one day with my best friend. I needed to wear the best friend t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Yep. So he's got his, he's got his uh, other side of the track shirt. I got to lose like about 10, 10 or 15 more pounds to wear this, and- though. The wife already got complimented before I did at the grocery store. She goes, yeah. I like your shirt. I'm like, I wore this shit twice. I didn't get anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I wore mine as soon as I wore it. People were like, oh, you got it made. Yeah? No, Chris Boss got made. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Uncle Chris will say, this is me. They're, they're running over That's here. You. That's <laughs> you. <are laughs> You're the one. That's yeah. what we thought about. Actually, it's somebody else, but we're not going to get into that. Oh! <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> May Young Classic, fellas. We are underway. Women's wrestling is, uh, I mean, it's been a boom for a little while now. Probably, let's say, what? It, it was here. I don't want to say it's gone, but it has definitely dwindled. changed. Yeah, and it's not like it was a year ago. No. Uh, definitely not. I feel um, like NXT really brought women's wrestling yeah, to the forefront. And then they got put into the main stage, and, and things uh, have not like, really worked out as I thought they would. Yeah. I mean, everybody thought Bailey was going to be, like, the next Alundra Blaze. Yeah, and I thought well, she was going to be the female John Cena. Right? That's what I've been heard. That's what I've heard more and more. And the problem with being the female John Cena is F- Cena is split fifty fifty. Yeah, she's not split at all. You know, she's is it not- universally cheered or uni- like? Yeah, right now, recently it's being booed, but I think people booing her because she got hurt. I think that's mm-hmm. what the boos are about. Not there was. I was reading up on it that it might because I don't understand how you can boo someone that is so likable, but it's like. <laughs> He's like, she's so likable. She is. How can you hate her? Some people are booing, allegedly, these are Twitter warriors, So, but they're booing because of the booking, and it has nothing to do with her. They don't like how she's being booked, and therefore they're letting their voices heard by booing. Are these the same people that are booing Sasha Banks being a four-time champion? Probably. I don't... Like, all her days combined is like 80-something days? Yeah. She's a (laughs) four-time women's champion. It's less than 100. Yeah. It's definitely less than 100. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Fucking Sasha Banks. You want to talk about crazy logic booking, man? I mean, who would have thought six months ago, even though we were talking about maybe Bailey turning heel? I mean, that, there's rumors going around that like she was gonna like gonna cost Sasha Banks the title, but then she got hurt. But then she got hurt. Yeah. So it was like one of those things. I was just like, I don't. You can't put Bailey heel right at this point. How does it work? I don't know. Like she's just cutting mean promos and making faces, and the inflatable guys are like. She's going to stab all the yeah, inflatable Yeah, like, 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 they should just stab them. Like, how's that <laughs> she work? Come out, I guess she's going to hook somebody and then flip them off. Yeah. Probably. Maybe the Stone Cold Bailey. Like, she'll take off the thing. Iggy, you'll start crying. Or Izzy, whatever. Yeah, Izzy's going to ball her eyes out because ah! she takes off her ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Stupid. I don't get it. I don't get the... Uh, and I don't know if she can recover. Like, if they try to keep her going face, I don't know if she can recover. I know they have. People have recovered from terrible booking. But man, it's just not, it's well, not good. Nothing, nothing is set in stone and nothing has been implied that she's going to be healed yet. No, I know. It's just, crap, man. She's so good too. Like in ring wise. Ding, ding. Yeah. She is so good and she's just, she's They're like the, the four, the, like, well, the, the four main good ones in ring are, you have Sasha, you have Bailey, you have Charlotte, and you have Becky. Yes. Then like the two 
core veterans that are really good, but they don't get enough pull. Naomi and Natalia. Everybody else just sucks. Yeah. I mean, Alexa Bliss has gotten better. I feel like she's improving, but I think she's a product that they made. Yeah. Not that's from fair. the outside going in. Yeah, Because yeah. it's still... She... I'll give an example. She's like the modern... A female version of The Miz. Not very good in ring, but she knows how to work the mic. She knows how to do everything else. She's good with facial expressions. Yes. She's good at getting the crowd to do what she wants them to do. Yeah. So I will... You know, she is... You know, probably the best one on the mic. Yeah. On the female division. The, the, well, Sasha and her probably go ahead. Yeah. Me. So, you know, but in-ring Alexa's not yeah, nearly. No, no, not as good. No. Yeah, but Alexa's like ten times hotter than Sasha. That's yeah. true. I know that she didn't pay attention. That shouldn't pay any significance in the wrestling part, but. It does. It kind of does. In the, in the E-world, it, do, it yeah. does. The way you look yeah. definitely makes a, not just the top yeah. of the way she looks. Mm-hmm. No, you, that, that's a problem within the E because the E feels like they want women who look like Eva Marie or uh-huh. the Bella Twins, twins yeah. but they don't give credits to the fact that how they perform in the ring, you know? You have someone like Becky Lynch, by all, should be champion at SmackDown for... She should be the the flag bearer. The flag bearer, in a sense. I mean, she was the first one, but her title reign was just blah. You know? Agreed. And you have Charlotte, too, who's very good. You know, that's second, I would say. Like, Naomi, eh, she should have got it, but... She's athletic. She's she's a good athlete, and she's got the glow thing going, so she's that got the... That sucks, though, in my opinion. Though. Yeah. Were they gonna... I heard they were gonna sell those belts. <sighs> like, those little toy replica belts with, like, the glow. Have you seen these glow belts? Mm. I thought, like, they were going to make her, like, you know, like, the face of the women's division, and they were going to do all this, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to take the belt off you now and give it to Natalia. Which I, I liked. That um, was a good match. It was a good match. It just, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Why it, is that? It didn't have a whole lot of build to it. I guess I it doesn't have build it. to it. Because, like, the, the well, SmackDowns I was ch- ch- uh, chiming in on, they kind of show, like, that feud and the glow and all that other stuff. Yeah. So, so that this, seemed pretty like it was establishing that feud. Am I wrong to think that in this day and age, if we know that like a couple's married, and one of them's a face and one of them's a heel, it's kind of silly? Not really, you know. So you're not buying the Naomi and the Uso? Yeah, I mean, because the Usos are like this gangster bad guys, and then, you know, you got... <laughs> they are. They, they, they're, they're like, they're trying to be like mafioso type of dudes. They are they? Day one-ish is mafioso? Day one-ish. Yeah, day yeah. one I Day one is H. <laughs> Fucking uh, Breeze Angle. No How can you be day one... Day one sh... There's no I in there, right? No, there, no, there is. is. Oh, okay. That's why I say day one is, is H. H. What is the H? <laughs> Fucking <Help>? Breezango. <laughs> I mean, what they do... Who, who's a couple that they're like... They're outside... There are a couple, but on the inside, they're like total opposites. I'm trying to think. I don't know if it's in the indies or in. Uh, well, I mean, you got you want what wrestling couples? Yeah. I mean, you got Alexa Bliss and her boyfriend don't do anything together. No, because one's one's in NXT, one's a jobber in NXT. Who's Alexa Bliss's boyfriend? Uh, Fiance, rather. Oh, are they together? Are yeah. they engaged? Who's it's uh, Buddy Murphy. From uh, Blake and Murphy from the NXT Tag Tag. How the fuck do you pull that? They oh. work together. Well, you work with somebody, you're with them every day, you know? But odds are it's not going to last. No. Yeah. You think they'll be on Total Divas? She's in a different they are. building. I know she is. I don't know if he'll be on. No, he'll have to be on. He's the significant other. So they... All right. I know there's a girl um, in the Mae Young Classic. Her boyfriend is with on the tag team that's coming up in NXT. Not Dawkins, the other one that's with Dawkins. Oh, from uh, the... The the profits, the street profits. Yeah, whatever. She's the one with the the that she 
Like, oh, the, the ponytail? <laughs> oh, Jesus. God, that was so bad. That like, was not a good match. That, no, it wasn't bad, but you could see what they were doing, but like that finish, like, isn't like hitting someone with your hair illegal? Like, I don't oh, know. Well, it, it's not like a it's weapon, a, right? I don't... She <laughs> yeah. has her hair tied all the way to a ponytail, all the way down to like... Her Bianca Belair. Yeah. Something. That was She crazy. swings the fucking t- t- ponytail, hits the person, and then spears them. Like a lasso, yeah. And I'm like, isn't that illegal? Okay. I thought it was a foreign object. That is somewhat of, like, that's using something illegally, though, right? Like, no? Okay. I don't, I mean, hell, closed fists are technically illegal, right? I mean, it's not like... But the ref will tell him, keep the hand open. Like, Like, she hit that woman with her (laughs) hair and speared her. Like, and that was another thing, like, two different, four matches, two different, uh... uh, Two endings with the spear, right? Two endings with the spear and another... Uh, Matt, two matches had the same finish. Uh, finish, I think. Did they? I think I so. Because I was out of that shit on the Indies, man. Of like, you watch the same, watching, yeah, seeing the same shit match after match. I'm like, oh, let me see here. What's going to happen? Oh, shocker! You're going to have a strike rally. Oh, look, a, a reverse Rana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Haven't seen it before. It's a nerve wracking. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the uh, the main classic was interesting enough because you can tell they. They're building certain people. And, and they're going to bury certain people. I don't think they're burying that. certain people. I think they're just like, okay, we have the people that, like, the Indian girl is in their product uh, system. Um, right. There was another girl in the system. The, the, Be- the Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Then the, uh, the the Brazilian girl who who's a, who did something really bad in the... Uh, Tanyana Conti? Yeah, she... Okay. I'll, I'll get to that later. This is like outside of wrestling. Okay. Um, the, You know, they're they're building up certain people that they lose some win. Like, the Bianca Belair girl should have lost, in my opinion. I, I'm not huge on her. The Indian girl, I can understand that she lost, thank God, because I don't think she could have done more. Kavita Devi is her name. She <laughs> literally... I think what they're trying to do is they want to get, like, the next best monster... Like Ania Jax, when they have like three other women, established wrestling women mm-hmm. that could be that type of person, they don't need a homegrown girl. But they're they're just fucking going nuts with that. Um, How big is this Indian girl? I haven't seen her. She's like she's, she's six big. Four. I mean, she's not Nia Jax. I mean, she's not as you know. No, wide she's tall. She is tall though. Like she flex, and you can tell like she's been hitting the weights. And the way she but was she picking up that girl, Kylie Ray, right? Yeah, but the way she was like picking her up and throwing her around was pretty. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not Kaylee Ray. It's uh, someone else. I apologize. Kaylee Ray lost in the first round. Yeah, she lost to the first match of the night. I don't have the brackets in front of me. She lost to the the Spanish girl that I oh, the was princessa, the, who I'm thinking is Lufisto underneath Susan? that because they, they have the same build. It might be. You, it might be. you look at this girl. Look at Lufisto. They look like the same person. Lufisto at one time was a top three woman wrestler on, on the planet. Really? At one time. Oh yeah. Okay. For sure. Behind really Sarah did. Del Rey. Hiring Sarah Del Rey and Mickey Knuckles guaranteed. Mm. I put my. I, I will. I mean, that's just my opinion, but... Yeah, those are the top three women wrestlers on Earth probably a decade ago. I just have to point out here, we already know who's going to win. Not even prior to, like... We do? Yeah. Like, it's kind of obvious. Shayna Baszler. Yeah. I think so. You, you want to know why? You got the four horsewomen, Ronda. Remember I told you, like, hey, Gronk, we want you to be at WrestleMania? Well, you got to get Mojo to win something. <laughs> Ronda, we need you for WrestleMania. Well, my homegirl's got to win this May Young... And, and Shayna Baszler is good, but I don't see what the hype is all about. That match was really short. Yeah, she. I mean, she caught her in a rear naked choke real like, was quick, it, like right? Like a rear naked choke. It was a slam into her. A, a yeah. Into her, which I was like, okay. Like, I relatively, I know she works with Josh Barnett. 
catch wrestling and Josh Barnett does wrestling, pro wrestling himself. Yeah. I just can't see like the appeal. Like there's nothing appealing about this woman as a wrestler. Well, see, I thought the same way about Matt, Matt Riddle at first, but now I like watching Matt Riddle. Well, Riddle put in the work. Like mm-hmm. he put in the work with the Monster Factory, and he had the wrestling background. Yeah. With Shayna Baszler, I'm not discrediting her. I just feel like she needs she, a little more work. There's nothing like there's nothing like you know like you say certain wrestlers just don't come out and pop to you. Yeah, she doesn't pop for me. At least Riddle had some char- charisma, right? Yeah, I don't I don't see her having a whole lot of charisma. She just comes out, does this, I'm the Queen of Spades, and like she's like this bat like she's even a her move, girl the move yeah. set is just stale. I didn't it, see her move set. Like it's just like wrestle, knee strike, but... like maybe some type of gra- catch hold wrestling. Yeah, like that match was like I think five minutes, maybe six. Really? Yeah, like that was, was a longer really, than that that? Was, it was a really short match. Yeah, I thought it wasn't more than five. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, I, I don't even remember who her opponent was. I'm going through her list right now, and I can't identify her. What about the Sarah Thicker? I don't know what she used to be. Crazy, crazy Mary Dobson, Dobson is now going as Sarah Logan. She lost to me. She lost to me again. That was a good match. That was a good match. Some of the people were saying it was one of the best matches of the first round. I don't know. I would say it's a top five. Yeah. Uh, it was what interesting. Was your best match. My be- the best match was actually the last match of the t- first round was uh, the Kyrie Sane versus Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard, that was, yeah. that, that was a good match because yeah. it was like really back and forth. There was a, like a, the, the crowd wasn't some of those matches the crowd wasn't into. No, that ma- I don't know yeah, if it was because yeah. of Kyrie Sane is that if that's the reason why they were I, really into it. Yeah, so maybe because she's like the Shimmer Girl. Uh, yeah. No, star- not Shimmer. Um, Stardom. She's like What's okay. a real name. Is that a real name? I don't know, but she comes out like a fucking captain of the the fucking. Sh- she the used ship. to. She was a, uh, the captain of the yachting team apparently back in the day. That's where she got the gimmick from. Really? Yeah. Okay, like so in high school, she was actually like a well, like professional. Well, Blanchard is like, that's Tully it's Blanchard Tully. From, the mm-hmm, from the Forceman's daughter, and I think that's Ricochet's boo. If I'm yeah, that is Ricochet's boo. So, oh, I got a crush I mean, on her, too. I ain't gonna lie. So he's gonna have uh, Tessa She kind of reminds yeah. you of uh, How I Met Your Mother, right? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit Coldy Smolder look. The, but the first match, too, was also a really good match, just for the simple fact that it was just like, they wrestled like men. Was uh, Abby Lameth versus Jazzy Gabbert. Gabbert, who is alpha female. Alpha female, the alpha female who I like. I'm I thought they were going to build her up too. To be right? honest, I, and they knocked her out. They knocked out. Like they had three big women. They had her. They had the the girl who came out with the fucking thing on her face. That I was like, what are they doing? And they had the the, the Indian girl, oh, the witch doctor girl. <laughs> Was it the witch doctor? No, that was the... the that's, bo- the that's the Dudley's girl, That's right? the Dudley's girl that she used to come out in TNA with the fat... Like, she was really fat. She lost a lot of weight. No, it was the, the girl who was like, oh, my dad was... Uh, I think her... Not Manny Fernandez, but that this one right uh, here. Reina Gonzalez? Reina Gonzalez. Like, she, her dad was... Uh, Ray Gonzalez. Is that him? Okay, yes. so her dad was like... He was like... He could have been a superstar. I don't know if she was blowing smoke, but he... Left the business to raise me and my sister, which yeah. was admirable. Ray Gonzalez was good. She she's a big girl. She was you know like they wanted to make like WWE is like high on big people, but when it comes to women, they fucking blow it. Because with that girl, <laughs> that girl, the Indian girl, and Abby, Abby, I I mean uh, Jazzy, yeah, Jazzy, Jazzy, Jazzy should have been like, listen, we want to give you a contract. We want you to be this monster that Tamina and Nia, yeah, Tamina and Nia. She take on she took on. Um, Kimberly, Kimberly right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was a hard hitting. But like they were like literally beating the yeah. fuck out of each other. But, but she, Kimberly wasn't gonna lose the first round. She's well, she's gonna, gonna lose in the spoilers. She's gonna lose in the second round. So. Oh, no! <laughs> Why do you gotta do that to me, Joshua? But you don't care. Uh, it airs next Monday, tomorrow. I'm yeah. totally watching it at some point. Yeah, whatever. Nobody cares. <laughs> There's a reason. There are like four episodes already. The first, time. the first round is done on the yeah. WWE Network. They gave you the first four episodes randomly. Right 
That's good. That you want to know why? Because they don't fucking care. Well, it was interesting because... Do you think they don't give a shit about the They program? don't. They Listen, I'm telling you right now, this is just the thing to get... Ron, this is a means to an end. Ronda Rousey, training to be a wrestler, will be at WrestleMania, and because her friend won, wins the Mae Young Classic. Is there any chance they push that up to Survivor Series and make that a four-on-four four traditional no, Survivor Series they, match? No, they have to build it up because, first of all, she has she just got married, so I think she, her time of wrestling training is going to be limited. She married the Hawaiian dude? Yeah, she, so he'll be beating the shit out of her within, like, two months. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what is the, uh, what, I don't get the, every, I mean, everybody talks about how good he is. Because he beat a couple of really good people, but he's took a lot of L's, man. Yeah, because he tra- he switched up his training. He went to her her trainer, oh, and he's the uh, worst trainer in the world. Edgar, yeah, Edgar got the the fucking monobrow. They yeah. made fun of him. But they they want to build this so they can have the star potential. Because John, Vince McMahon only cares about making money. This is a way to make money, and it's easier. Like it is a way to make money. He's not spending Ronda Rousey money on Summer on us. On so, oh yeah, he I wants WrestleMania. Maybe they might have a match between Shayna Baszler and one of them, yeah. but. They're right Which there. Which they can build up for. Yeah. Okay, that can make sense. Ronda was right there. Like, oh, after she won. Oh, yeah, they're all happy. And, and then the next one, oh, you know. like she's Is Roddy been, Strong's wife in the Four Horsewomen? She's, she's been with them, but okay. they were like, we call us. Because what happened, this originally started when. Because I recognized her. I didn't. Yeah. I don't watch UFC like you guys yeah, do, yeah. but I was, they've been really building Roddy Strong, and he's like me and my family versus the world. Yeah, thing. Mm-hmm. So she's gotten a lot of TV time. So, well, not yeah, a lot. Is she in that tournament, too? No. no. She's, she's a judo. A wrestler, she's right? a she's a very good judo practitioner. I think she's a little bit better than Ronda yeah. in a sense. When it comes to like judo, I could be wrong, but um, yeah, they were you know when they were fighting, they were all fighters. The only one that was winning was Ronda. The rest of them all lost. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but they was like, oh, we're the four horsemen, and then yeah, the four horsewomen, yeah. the four horsewomen, and then these the Sa- Sasha, Bailey, Becky, and Charlotte. They were calling them, and there was like a little beast. So now they want to have that. With Stephanie McMahon in the mix, so that's probably what's gonna happen. I think what's gonna happen is Stephanie McMahon's gonna recruit them to beat Sasha. Oh, and, you think so? Yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. With a twist. With a twist. There you go. Uh, <laughs> what class has a big old crush on Jessica Duke. He says, "Like, man, we thought Sheila was super cute." And then uh, I so, met her in person. She was uh, like, "Yeah, uh, I think he met her in person too." And said she's really nice. She's from Kentucky. Yeah, she's, she's horrible. She sucks. I feel bad. So what is your opinion on Piper Niven, then, speaking of big women? The Scottish I, girl? The, see, that's a standout for me. She's very pretty. She is. And she has, like, that charisma. She was known, I believe, as Viper. In Viper. The Viper. I don't Viper. know if you've seen her work. Yeah, she's, she's Scottish. Like, she, very good match, too, between her and the other girl. Yeah. Like, I can't remember who she fought offhand, but yeah. But was that Lacey Evans who she fought against? No, no Lacey won. Evans won. Okay. That's um, another one that I'm like, why, why, you're NXT, why aren't you a star in NXT? Like, I don't know. all American, can build this girl. yeah, like, all she's, American comes out, she's not bad, and it's like, you're gonna be in Mae Young Classic to maybe lose in the, the semifinals? Yeah, cause she's jobbed, she's, I don't think she's won in NXT. Has she been on NXT television? Yes. Okay. Not often, but yeah. Did she yeah. come out like that, dressed like mm-hmm. an All-American? Yeah, oh, doing okay. the, the salute and the, the wave, and she's never won, but uh, she can Hey, a big that was the see that the, like the, the Piper Niven match was a good match because it was very back and forth because I thought she was gonna lose. I thought she was gonna lose. <laughs> she won, so I think she, who she wrestled. She wrestled. So uh, I've got all the names in front of me. I don't have the brackets because I'm I'm afraid of spoilers. But Joshua already killed one for me. I deal with it. <laughs> so. Uh, I told you, I'm a fucker. Love spoilers, dude. Was it? It wasn't Renee Michelle. No, it was uh, Santana Garrett. Oh, Santana Garrett. Oh, yeah. that's right. 
Because Santana Garrett came out like Wonder Woman. I thought Santana Garrett was going to win. She's got... Mm. She going by her real name? And yes. She going by Santana Garrett? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then people, we got the... People love her, man. The, She's a big old man. She's in the a bunch of times, right? Ser- oh, yeah. She Serena Deeb. Yeah. Who, I guess, had a breast reduction surgery? Because her tits, like... Disappeared. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. Okay, I, I wasn't going crazy. I was like, she had big boobs when she was in the straight edge society. Yeah. Oh, Serena Deeb. Yeah. yeah. Is she back at? Was she, she, in the she's in the classic. She's yeah. like a yoga is instructor type. Hmm? Huh? Is she flat chested now? Yeah. She's super flat. Super flat chested. She's had some Yonkers. Dude. Yeah. yeah well, I think some Yonkers some were reduction. left at Yonkers. So <laughs> that sucks. What the hell made her do that? Um, um probably straight yoga? edge society. I don't know. She said. <laughs> Like, that was another thing that was so random. She's like, you know, I was a part of a straight-edge society, but alcohol made me, like, get away from it. Like, were you Wait, really... what? <laughs> like, you, you didn't see that build-up? I did. No, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, like... What is going on here? Like, What is this, happening? Did, Why are you trying to relive an angle from 10 years ago? You know who made a drink? Adam Cole. <laughs> what? They... Remember when... Deadass? Deadass, he was, like, sitting next to her, yeah. and they were doing that whole security cam footage, and you see Adam Cole come up to her, and he's like, hey... And then CM Punk comes with Luke Gallows and Jerry Monkey, and they push him down, and she's like, ah. That is, I'll I put did that, not know I'll that was that, Adam Cole. I will put that up on the page later today. Oh, oh that's boy. Funny shit. Yep. That's funny as hell. Adam Cole made his NXT debut. He did. Yes. It was a big time debut. Yeah, and they fucking got, a, they didn't show the Adam Cole baby. They did the next week. They did. They did the okay. next week when he was on the ramp doing Adam Cole baby. Oh, okay. That's good. No, but they, they should have left it. As is, like just can, for the crowd, just for the crowd. Yeah, no, and they did not mute the crowd either. Which some, I thought they would do. They obviously got a week later to record and edit and things of that nature. And you hear the entire crowd go, "Adam Cole, Bebe with him. So now they got this ROH stable. Yeah, I, Roddy's. It's kind there of rumors that Roddy's going to be the leader of that stable. Nah, I'd rather have Adam be the leader. It's not even real. I mean, it's an ROH stable, but it's kind of a PWG stable too because you got to figure Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole were both PWG champions, also. Yeah. So, I mean... But they first started in ROH. Actually, Adam Cole started in CZW. He was trained in Yeah, CZW, well, but, yeah. but he got Rock, Ring of Honor notoriety. Ra- Ring of Honor notoriety, yeah. yeah. And he, I, think, I think he was a two-time champion in Ring of Honor. Three. Three? Because Three. he beat Kyle when we were there last uh, December. No, oh, Kyle he, beat him, but they Oh, and then he Kyle won it back at uh, Japan. Yeah. yeah. And they took the belt away from Jack J. Briscoe, and he won the belt then, right? Yes. Okay. He won it for the first time when he got from J. Briscoe... Then he, who did he beat the second time that they I They held up the belt. For, said Jay couldn't compete or Jay. No, Jay got hurt. Yeah. So then he beat Elgin. Then Elgin beat him. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out who he beat for the second title reign. That oh, it was no, just, he's, and he's, uh, he he's had, the only three-time champion. Now, I believe correct? he beat Jay Lethal, if I'm not mistaken. He did beat, so. no, he did beat Jay Lethal. He's also uh, he's also had Peter, the PWG belt twice. I no, just once. just once. He beat Kevin for it, and then he lost it to Kyle a year later. He's also a, a bowler and winner, correct? Lost to Roddy winner. in that fucking badass match in the December mm-hmm. uh, Black Hole so Sun. Fucking good man, yeah. that match was so good. Yeah, I was looking. Mind you, that match. man wrestled Ricochet in a fucking fantastic match at first. First, yes, and that had, was then he had then he had the match with Roddy that was even better. Yeah. in my opinion, I like the way that they destroyed the whole ring and. Roddy took his boot off and kicked him in the face. No, Roddy, Roddy lost his boot. <laughs> There's a lot of good shit in that match. But, I mean, yeah. the, the, I think that it has a, the room to succeed if they just let them do some things. If they try to super overscript this, man, I'm afraid it's going to be bad. I hope we see the first stable to hold the NXT title and the championship title. The tag, tag team. Tag, tag, tag. That'd be cool. That'd be, that's something that hasn't been done in NXT, if I'm not mistaken. If they do it, they can do it really well with them. 
I don't want Roddy anywhere near this. You don't. I don't because you're building him up as oh it's me my like this fucking everyday hero, which I don't know why they fucking started doing that. Because Roddy is perfect as a heel. Trying to make him a face. I don't know what they're doing. Hopefully it's a churn, but get him. Well, right now it's working. I mean, he is getting over. Yeah, and he's getting over. I back in the day, man. Remember when he knocked out fucking um, um, Daniel Bryan? Do y'all remember that? No, I don't remember. I I know Eric Stevens, he fucking like, but that was when he was with the No Remorse Corps. And then, like, they churned on him. It's like when Roddy is a heel, it's just natural. When he's a face, like, I, I never face argued. it makes it seem like it's worse, yeah. I shit you not, I never had a problem with his promos. But when he's a face doing a promo, it does not come off great. No. Like, he's talking to fucking Drew McIntyre. Yeah, he's talking to Drew McIntyre, like, and I'm just, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Please. And that's think, your boy, That's too. my boy. I love Roddy. Roddy's my top three. And I'm just yeah. like, God, don't talk. Be a heel. Tell me shut the fuck up. Say, oh, shitty, fuck you. Yeah. Give him the finger. He's like, my family, and I'm just... <laughs> you just don't like faces. No, I do like faces. I just don't like heels that should... Like, when Randy Orton's a face, it doesn't work. When Randy Orton's a heel, it works. He needs to be a heel. Adam Cole, when he's a dick, hilarious. When he's a face, I don't, I don't care. But I like Adam Cole as, you know, a dick, a, a heel. Some people just don't work well as faces. Well, they tried Kevin Steen's face for, what, 15 minutes? When? When he was fucking when in he, a house show? Yeah, where when he, he beat up CJ Parker. I, I, I don't even know if that was him being a fucking face. It was just him being him. Just him being him. And like he, he turned on Sammy that night. Yeah, so it's And like, he's been a heel ever since. There's certain people that, that, that never get away from a stigma. The true guys that are the best, though, man, ever in the industry. Kevin could be a face, but he's a dickhead face. It's like... Well, he wins Twitter daily. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> he was a face in ROH against Cornette, kind of. Yeah, because it was like Cornette was trying to be like the business guy, trying to get him out. He was trying to be like Vince and he and it, Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, it was basically, that's what it was. So, like, when he's a Stone Cold, like, I'm not kind of, like, f- like if the fucking Stone crowd cheers him. when they can flip either way. Yeah. Either way, they can make him face or heel and it wouldn't matter. Those guys were the best in the industry. That's the one thing that John Cena always lacks. And he he talked about it briefly on his little promo that Vince McMahon fed him this past Monday. He was like, turn me heel. And I feel like going, first off, you're not going to turn heel ever because the only time, I mean, don't get me wrong, I liked him as a heel against Carlito. I mean, when he was... No, like, he was a well, face. Oh, he was the face against Carlito, I'm sorry. Yeah. When he was a heel against you know, Brock. Brock was the, funny. The, 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 the Dr. 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 Yeah. I did. I saw like a little seven-minute video and he cuts these raps. And then Brock beats the shit out of him, and then he comes back the next week in a wheelchair, and he's like, I'm still coming at you. I'm going to be... I'm like, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. he was okay then. I mean, I actually liked him as the doctor of thugonomics and as a, as a heel, but when he hustled loyalty respect, and he kept getting shoved down our throats over Never over give again. up. Well, I mean, a lot of what he was saying, though, he's like, uh, you know, I have this magical thing about burying young talent with this magical shovel. Well, just because you don't do it now, because it's 2017, and you're not a main event guy anymore, and he's not. I mean, he's just not, you know? Well, he, he did it to the Nexus, right? Be. Huh? He did it to the That's Nexus. been well documented, <laughs> the Nexus. He did it to everybody. He's done he did it to Alex Riley, because Alex Riley stood up to him. Yeah, well, apparently, did. the only one that he's felt bad about is the Nexus. Like, he's come out later and was like, I should have put these guys over. He's done it to other people, too. Like, even Stone Cold, he had a problem. You know, he wouldn't put over Brock Lesnar back in the day. That's why he left, right? That's yeah. why he walked out on But he lines. said he regretted it. He was like, oh, I yeah. should that was the wrong call. I mean, yeah. know, I'm in this business to make money. That could have made money and I went about it the wrong way. So he yeah, admits he his admitted it. He admitted John it. Cena was like, I made the wrong call saying I gotta go over, but 
But he Johnson the, never really admits that he's buried people. Never. He won't come out and say he's, he come out and say you know I should have done more business with the with the Nexus. He doesn't come out and admit I fucking buried them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could have like that terminology. That, that, he, he has apologized and he has said Edge because Edge and Jericho both tried to talk him out of it. Yeah, ten, what was this ten years ago now yeah. almost? Yeah. And he was like, yo, you can't, you can He's beat them. Jericho. But the way that, like, he, like, got DDT'd on the floor, and then he got a two-on-one mugging, and then he just made both of them tap out within, like, five minutes. They were like, that you can't do that. Yeah, that just and killed he, the next, like, and they could have made them. money with the next, like, I feel like the next That was a faction that was totally Probably could have been around still to this day, if Bork, because that's what, I'm one of the people that will fucking promote this and say, wrestling needs a stable that is consistent. Where you go, you know what? We want these guys around for yeah, a very my, long time. My friend had Nathan Future hadn't watched wrestling in five years, and he called. He called physically called me on the phone and goes, "Oh my god, did you see that shit on Raw last night where Daniel Brown was choking that dude with the tie?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, was, he goes, and they were ripping the ring apart and shit. He goes, "That was fantastic." I mean, that, that was that. That's it's something that's, that sticks. Like, to I'm this in, day, yeah. is like one of the most shocking moments. Like, how do you, what episode of Raw do you guys remember other than like what sticks out? Like, those are the moments that stick out, and they stay the last. Five years? Ten, ten years. years. I mean, you know? Nexus stuck out. I mean, if that's the question, I mean, the one where, like, they, when they, when they hijacked Raw, or, yeah. like, they, do you remember that when it was, like, Triple H, CM Punk, and yeah. Sheamus were, like, the only ones that, like, came out? Yeah. Was that, was that with the Nexus storyline, too? Like, nobody wanted to compete or something? Yeah, they beat you know the shit out of Sheamus, though. Yeah, and they came out anyway, but CM Punk was like, can I get to do commentary? <laughs> and he's doing commentary by himself, he's ringing the bell, he's doing the announcing all by himself. And then, like, a month later, he's the leader of the Nexus, and he's giving Bray Wyatt straps. You know, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, because, like, Bray Wyatt was on... Yeah, thank you, sir, could I have another... Yeah, because he wanted to make it, like, a, a straight-edge society type thing. Yeah. Like, I remember when he was, like, on top of the thing, he's like, I'll jump. And then he's like, let's see, I got the hardest, you idiots thought I was gonna jump. I did it, you moron. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. So... You know, it that could have been something cool, but John Cena was like, "I have to go over." I'm like, "I'm the I'm Super Cena." Oh, it made me so mad because when he did the pipe bomb and they had that 2011 match, that Money in the Bank match, and, and he took it. To this day, people talk about how good that match was and how you know what made that match so good. It wasn't the in ring quality of it; it was the emotional investment that everybody had. Now I think the crowd too. The, oh, crowd the crowd was, was on really, fire yeah. for that match. But I mean, the crowd, the, yes, the stars aligned. I mean, yeah, everything worked out for that match. Emotional investment, everything. And then when he won, when Punk won, it was probably the biggest victory. People say whatever. He biggest. signed what? An extension to work that show? Like, what? Yeah, because he was like it his was contract, like ten days or his, something. Yeah, like that. so he had to sign like an extension mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, and then he's like took a picture with the belt in his freezer. Yeah, yeah. and then they they had that like fucking. You don't talk about, like, John Cena burying someone. Like, Rey Mysterio wins that tournament, beats The Miz, and then John's like, oh, I gotta have a match with you. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. we're right back to shit. Yeah, yeah. we're right like, back to shit. The right Summer of the... Punk was all gone after that. Oh, we're right back to shit. So, I remember going, thinking Cena... to myself, you fuckers had a boom in your hands. You, I mean, ESPN, And it just exploded. ESPN was talking about CM Punk's pipe bomb, and they had it right there in their hands. You know what they did? With John Cena come along and went, well, hold on a second. Let me pull my pants down and take a big shit on this. Yeah. That's what he did. So that's why when people go, oh, how come you don't like Cena? It's because of shit like that. But I'll tell you what. He did cut a hell of a promo. Whoever gave it to him. I think that came off the top of his head. Uh, I think <laughs> I've heard Vince McMahon gave him 90% of that. I think like that. 90% permission to say whatever the fuck you want to say. I've oh, been told it was a shoot. I've been told. I read that Vince McMahon was like, Pulled them in the office, and this is what you wanted. This is what, is that what it was. That's, okay. That was reported by you know Big Daddy Meltzer. You know, yeah. So yeah, that's all Vince. All that was Vince. And if it was, it's not then, Vince's writing. It's Vince's no, it's approval. approval. Yeah, 
Just, Which is fine. No, but I mean, he was he gave him a guideline and bullet points. I want you to hit this. I want you to say that. I want you to do this. It wasn't like he's like, hey, man, you, you have free will. Go out there and say whatever you want. I feel like Two different if, things. If that's the case, then Vince McMahon really knows wrestling. Because yeah. that doesn't seem like Vince McMahon would say things like that. Or even think like, oh, well, you know, Roman can't cut a promo, so let's make fun of that, you know? Well, oh, Roman yeah, did... Forget his lines. Forget his lines three at least times. once. Yeah. No, three. Was it three? Yes. Oh Every time God. Roman Reigns stays there quiet. And then he comes out with bitch? Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> you suck. Like, yeah. But the greatest line was, it's called a promo. You should work on it if you want to be the big dog. I was like, I'm done. That was it. I was done. That's it. Not even the ending where he was like, oh, this part-timer is better than you can ever be doing this full-time. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I like that. the uh, the only reason why I am part-time is because you can't do your job. Oh! oh! Jesus. Take and the I, eyes, like but not my shirt. Yeah, and I would like to say that, that, like, oh, Roman got him too. But no, Roman Roman's just him. no. They were playing like I was telling you in the car. They were playing off the fact that they're both hated by the crowd, so Roman could say, "Oh, well, you're married to a Bella twin." Like they're gonna cheer that. Yeah. So it's like Roman could say whatever he want. It's just John was a little bit more clever in what he was saying. That were you know. Yeah, I mean yeah. Roman. Oh, I under. You know, I ended the Undertaker streak. Like, or okay, not the streak. Yeah. He's like, I did something you never could have done. Well, they never had a... When was the last time Undertaker and John Cena had a match? 2002 in SmackDown when he was the basic thugonomics? And he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't have any... He like, they kept been... them the fuck away from each other. Yeah, they did. Oh, well, I thought that, that that's another thing, too. I think there should have been some kind of... After a heated contest like that, a heated... Uh, promo, there should have been something. You know Rome's going to win, right? Yeah. The face that Matt just made him, I could just fucking get a picture of it. Oh, that's a gift right there. <laughs> but let me... It's hard, too, because I don't want to call this a throwaway pay-per-view, but it's a Raw only. Why not save this for WrestleMania? Or SummerSlam? Or, some, or, or like a, or some, one of the big Survivor four? Series? Yeah. yeah. Because he's got to go shoot Bumblebee Transformers, the sequel. Like, I guess. Because nobody, until this promo, nobody cared about that match. No, people cared about that match. Nobody cared about that match except for the casual fans until that promo happened. I'm No, because more, they, they were in the ring. The... When did he come in the ring? He's like, I know what you're thinking. Why am I here? And then the Miz kind of stole the show with his promo. And they were kind of like hinting towards that. So they built this up in two weeks, but people were already talking about it. Like, when's Roman Reigns going to face the Golden Boy? The Golden Boy versus the new Golden Boy. Like, this was talked about for like the last year, maybe two. Which they could, I mean, honestly, you could give John Cena the win here, and then you give Roman Reigns the win at WrestleMania, and you build it that way. Nah, because I don't see them having a match at WrestleMania. No? I see... <laughs> I don't want to see this. Roman Reigns that. is going to win the title. match at all, even after that promo? No nah, I just want to see Roman win. So it could be like, <laughs> like riots in the. Where is it? What? Where is this pay per view being held at? I don't even know. Some type Shit. of uh, riots no, breakout. Where, where is No Mercy? No, I, gotta, I gotta Google this because that's on. what's gonna happen. You're gonna have people. I gotta figure out when that when it is too. Is it next Sunday? I believe right. It's a. It's a. It's it's not. It's not tonight. It's definitely not this night. Uh, let's see. I got it up here. It no Mercy, two thousand seventeen. Uh, take place September 24th, so two Sundays from today. Oh, man. And it's in Los Angeles. In oh, yeah, Center. definitely. People are going to die. Like, <laughs> people are going to riot, so will be happy. People are going to lose money, you know. This is going to be bigger than Mayweather versus McGregor. <laughs> oh, no, I don't give a shit yeah, And then Hell in a Cell is, uh, I guess, the SmackDown pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. That's like another seven weeks away, which is great, because I, I don't need a pay-per-view every other week. I'll be 100% honest with you. So I'm all, totally okay with them ha- not having some. 
any kind of pay-per-views for a while. And after Hell in a Cell, it would be Survivor Series in November, of course. Yep. Yeah. So October will be Hell in a Cell, which will be from... And there will probably be Survivor Series, then like two, maybe maybe one of them twofers in December. You know how sometimes they have one every three weeks? Mm-hmm. It's like a, they throw an act, like, they never have 12 pay-per-views a year. No, they it's like, now 19, I think is the number now. Oh, my yeah. God. It's, well, with the Because the, the brand split. split. Yeah, so you'll so have, you, like. You can have a SmackDown pay-per-view and then a Raw pay-per-view two yeah, weeks later. Yeah, like one, like two weeks in between. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, now that they have the network, they pretty much can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they really can. Oh, which I don't mind the network. I mean, I think there's a lot of good stuff on there that people don't watch, though. I mean. If yeah, you're a fan of right along thing. where you find out Brian fucking Saxon is a fucking pedophile for Nia Jax. <laughs> that has to be the greatest thing ever. How can he be a pedophile for Nia Jax? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to explain this to you. Okay, because Nia Jax is of age. Last thing I, it, I know. It's, it's not a it's, pedophile. It's, it's I, think, just I think Joshua creep, used the creep. wrong word. No, no, he's a pedophile for her. He's just... Cr- Let me explain how he goes about this. They do a ride-along with Nia Jax... Uh, Corey Graves, Corey Graves, and the the other Phillips, the other fucking oh, sexual Phillips. Yeah, there you go. Fucker. So face fucker, Corey Graves, and Nia Jax are driving in the car. <laughs> this comes up out of I don't know. I think Graves makes a comment about Brian Byron, and Nia Jax is like, yeah, he's always trying to hit on me, and they're like, what? And she's like, yeah, he's always trying to hit on me. So they're like, okay, cool. Did he call her? Did she? They, oh no, Corey Graves is like, call him, call him right now. Well, no, she. What, the, what? He has to call his mom at midnight. Yeah. So she calls him at eleven fifty nine to see if he picks up the phone. Oh, but he does. He does, and he the way he answers, he doesn't even you know hello. No, he goes, hey there, beautiful, or hey, some, he, some kind of compliment. Come, and she's just like, hey Byron, what's going? on? He's like, not much. Da, 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 da. Mind you, this man has a girlfriend. He's in a committed relationship. Okay. He's like, oh, um, when are you gonna come hang out with me so I could cook for you? I'll cook your favorite. Byron, what's my favorite? Uh, some kind of pie. Some kind of pie. She's like, no. She's like, that's not. It was apple pie. Yeah. She's like, no, that's not my favorite. He's like, well, what is your favorite? I'm gonna make it. He's trying to course this woman with food like a pedophile, and they're just like Phillips and Graves are just like <laughs> laughing and staring. And I'm just like, this man literally is a sexual deviant for this big woman. I guess he likes them big. Yeah, he, he lives at home too, right? I believe he still lives with uh, I guess, I with his know. mother. I don't know how you're engaged. Doesn't he have... Is, is she the fiancé? Isn't it a fiancé? I don't know. I don't know Byron Saxton's <laughs> relationship status. But... That's funny shit. Holy crap. I hope they get into this on Total Divas. I really, really... I will let you know I, that let, day. I told Matt, listen, let me know that episode, and I will watch... You'll watch... Oh my God. I don't see how food makes him a pedophile, though. That's He's like fucking hands Do you want some candy? Do you want some candy? <laughs> like, come on, apple pie, Biggie, come here, girl. <laughs> yeah, please, Biggie, 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 give me one more chance. Oh, like, my uh, God. Uh, that reminds me of the guy on uh, uh, Mike Epps on Friday, remember? He's like, you always know about when the new snacks are coming out. Yeah, big big girl. He's like the ghetto girl, big yeah. baby. How the big sister, how the little sister bigger than the big sister? Because, oh, seriously, though, we going to get some Twinkies, for real. <laughs> Yeah. Like he's trying to course his woman with a, like it, you gotta watch it man you just gotta watch it uh, ain't nothing wrong with offering up some food for some big girl love <laughs> you know what you don't you watch it for the story you really watch it for Corey Graves and Tom Phillips reactions yeah, yeah you, cause Tom Phillips is trying to drive a vehicle while and, trying not to laugh his, as a, and the irony is this is another guy cheating on his girlfriend like yeah like he's off any, anywhere near like oh my god Corey Graves there's something about him, the like the way he talks when he's doing commentary that I despise. It's too yeah. snooty for you. No, well, he's always there's. I guess when you're at that level, it's okay to talk about yourself and put yourself over. 
but it's I so enjoy Corey. I enjoy Corey Graves. It's and you know what? I don't understand. And some maybe you guys can help me out here. What is so special about Jerry the King Lawler's commentary? I've it's a nostalgia wondered. thing. It's a nostalgia thing, but like because was, I would, I actually would say the same thing about Jr. What, listening to the May Young Classic. Yeah, I don't know how you feel about this, but Mauro Ronaldo is the one that like brings us in. You know, he gets us all hyped and whatnot, and then Jr. Yeah. comes in. I'm like, I kind of wish they were reversed. I would rather listen to Mauro Ronaldo do commentary now than Jr. Do Lita doesn't. Now. Lita does commentary. It's a three man move. Right? No, it's two. It's two. It's, it's two? just Jr. and Lita. Mauro just does like the intros. He, he doesn't. Oh, okay, I was like, them. I'm not bugging out here. I know I heard Mauro's voice, but I didn't. I don't hear Lita no, and it's Jr. Lita and Jr. Who are in control of it? Mauro gets us the hype, and then they got Charlie Caruso in the control room. Okay, you need to control like, something. You don't like Lawler, probably. No, 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 no. I didn't say. I just. I don't understand. What's the appeal? What's the appeal in the sense of like he? I don't know if he was sucking his own dick. He said the reason why I can't do commentary on Raw is because I'll embarrass the other guys, and I'm like, doing what? Making sexual jokes? Just going doing one-liners because that's what you do and it's great. But when I want to understand like what's going on in the ring, I I appreciate Joey Styles. I appreciate Michael Cole or uh, a guy who's doing really good play-by-play. You're comedic relief. Like J- JBL can do both. He can do play-by-play and do comedic relief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> JBL is stepping down. Yes, from SmackDown commentary. But I just want to know where where do people go? Well, I see the memes like, oh, we want we want Jr. and and um, and the king. king back because of nostalgia, but honestly, it's, it isn't as much, so much nostalgia. It's just they're one of their 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 teamwork. They lead each other into things all the time. Like and to where Jr. will say silly little stuff like, "Oh no, King, come on, we don't know about that," you know, and things like that. He leads they lead each other so well. Like so they the, complete each other's sentences almost when it comes to certain things. And to have that camaraderie with someone on a commentary table is hard because. They have to. You have to know what they're going to say before they say it, and it's very difficult because Jr. is the. He's really good at play by play. I wouldn't say he's one of the best. I mean, I say he's up there. I think Gordon Soley fucking smoke his ass, destroy him. No, no. There's nobody near Gordon Soley in my book. I like Nigel. People don't like Nigel McGinnis. I like Nigel. I enjoy. I Nigel. enjoy play by play and humor. I just feel like whenever they say Jay the Key, that's like. Puppies, yeah, like. Well, that's... what Brian said is like that they make a great team. Yeah. yeah. Separately, I've never thought Jerry the King was great. Yeah. I always thought he was good. Like Jr. And to JR, me, is... I, this is the first time I've listened to Jr. without the King. I know he's done other things. Yeah, he's so in New I Japan. understand what you guys are saying. You that, that Jr. is the power of the team. Jr. is the HBK and and Lawler. No, Jr. is the player. That's a little disrespectful, but I can kind of give up. No, Josh says no. I say yes. <laughs> I feel like it's like yeah, they're a good team. But like if if someone said hey, uh, we want we you get to pick either you one. Booker T. Ever heard Booker T. Yeah, because it's funny. Funny Booker T. Booker T will be hood Booker one minute. T's just like Jerry Lawler, just a different version. Of no, but he at least he'll say, "Man, whoa!" He'll say a move. He'll do a like he'll. Uh, I know what that is. He'll oh sidekick. Oh man, that hurt like that. You know why a lot? Why Lawler Jerry, never does? He doesn't name do any kind of moves. Why? Whatever, because he's feel, if he feels like if he does play by play, he's stepping on Jr. No, no, he's stepping on Jr. That's what it, it's old school thing. You don't do play by play. You do if color. You're, if you're color, if you're color, it's an old school type of thing. I guess so, but it's like. I've never, it's like if you, it's like can can Jay Lawler do play by play and color at the same time? Jr. No, the king, the king, Jerry the king. Ah, I've never really heard him do very much play by play. 
I mean, I really, I'm, I'm sure JR I mean, could. JR does both in my in my ears. I hear humor and I hear the playbook. Mar Marl can do it too. With his yeah, Mama Mia, oh, yeah, like he, and then he fucking he could put pop culture, recent pop culture into his commentary. Even though I don't know what the fuck he means, but some of the shit he I says, some of the stuff he doesn't. I don't I'm like. I I know that's an artist. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I put pop culture shit in mine, and I get frowned upon a lot. Do you really? Sometimes. I don't understand that either. Well, but. because it's it's kind of going in business for yourself, and I'm not is at it? the stage where I should be going in business for myself at all. Oh. First off, your first job as a commentator is to get the match over and the guys over and not get people talking about you or whatever. But at the same time, I mean, the, the, the where I'm at, where I've only been doing it for two years, I mean, almost three, it doesn't, it's not, I'm still growing, I'm still learning things that I didn't know, you know, so... But you throw in your little bouts of humor while oh, doing sure. the play-by-play. And I, well, I, I learned that I had to learn to do play-by-play because there was nobody else to do it, so I had to learn to do play-by-play. But I started out doing color and only color, and I wouldn't really step on Manawai on his play-by-play very much at all. And then once I realized that if he's just stepping back, and you know, I feel like he stepped back too much from the action... Then I'll jump in on the play-by-play. I mean, that's how we work a good team. We don't even have to talk to each other. I mean, when it, the other guys, I'm like having to cover the mic and be like, you know, and to give orders and directions and everything else. Me and Manuel, we just grab the mic and go. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Bobby can do that too, but I haven't caught a match with Bobby in forever. But it's fun. It's a lot different than sitting here. People don't understand how hard it is. They think it's easy to, to do commentary, and it's really not, because lots of times the match isn't what you're. You're trying to get convey the match over to the people that are watching it on DVD or digital download or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're trying to parlay with the emotion that you're getting right now live. And think about that. Think about how hard that is for some people. I mean, it's hard enough to watch a match, and you think if the crowd's not into it, imagine how much you're not into it. And then you take the fact that the commentators suck. If the commentators suck. It's even worse. You know how many times have you tried to watch independent matches and just turn the fucking volume down and watch the match? I, I have a lots of times. I mean, I know he said he does, you don't like Excalibur sometimes. Right? I'm not a big Excalibur fan. I find it hilarious like when Excalibur goes... You know who does it really good? Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor could do... I can listen to Chuck humor. Taylor commentary, but he's humor, though. He, I don't see but him he, doing color. Or, I'm sorry, play-by-play. No, play. but he does play-by-play with the humor. Like, he'll be like, yeah, oh, 450 yeah. Splash. And then he'll be like... One of the best things was... Um, AR Fox did a 450 Splash. And he's like, 450 Splash by AR Fox... Remember when that used to be the finish of the match? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, remember when you just did that and it was over? Now fucking guys are kicking. Like, he do- he puts both and he does it very well. Excalibur is really animated. Really animated. Like, he's like... I feel like with Excalibur, he throws too much information in there. And especially if he's a little biased. Like I do it too, though. With Tommy Ann, he was just fucking like... I learned so much about Tommy Ann. And I'm like, didn't right, need it, but didn't you got it. it. I didn't know he trained in Holland with Ernesto Hoost and just like he's such a fuck. When he really likes someone, he's just gonna go all out with them. You know? I do the same thing information with IWA, like other people there. I'm like, oh, this guy's trained by Billy Rock. You know, he came out in 2015. Da, da, da. And if I don't give the information, then I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm supposed to be the color guy. Yeah. You know? Um, Gordon Soley was was the one one of the main inspirations I think that I would say for me because. That's Jr.'s mentor, and he, Gordon Soley ran Florida, and he did. Uh, he's on the old Georgia Championship Wrestling. If you look at that, by the old NWA, 
he was the one always out there with Dusty. But uh, Lance Russell wasn't terrible when it comes to play-by-play. But Dave Brown's still a weatherman to this day. The old color guy from from uh, USWA, he's a he's a weatherman. He transitioned from color commentating wrestling in the '80s mm-hmm. from Memphis wrestling into being a weatherman, which I think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, he had did he go? I guess he went to meteorology school. I guess I don't know. I don't. Do you think that this is going to be as successful the uh, women's uh, no. May Young Classic as successful as nope. the European Classic or the uh, uh, Cruiserweight Classic? Nope. No. You don't, you don't, uh, it's you hard don't to compare. It. I mean, the, the Cruiserweight Classic was I think it was the biggest notch. of the three so far. Easily. Yeah. Um, I think the, the but, European Classic, though, the United Kingdom Classic, had more of a storyline. Well, the cool thing about the 205 was, is originally I thought this was going to be a one-time only thing. I had Maybe you guys knew and I didn't. I'm just an idiot. I didn't know they were going to make a whole division out of this. I think the premise was like... I thought they, they were going to go to NXT. When they saw how big it was. Right. They like, saw it as a moneymaker. They saw it as a moneymaker. But the thing was, though... If you look at the match quality they had on the Cruiserweight Classic versus now, now it's like <laughs> I don't watch 205. Like nobody cares about 205. Like even though the storylines are pretty good, Jack, gentleman Jack is having a good one. I mean, your boy fucking Brian Kendrick is yeah. like the savior of that show. I love Spanky. Spanky is like anytime Spanky's in a feud, he's making it work. Him and Mustafa Ali just did like a top rope Frankensteiner not too long ago. Really? I've seen it. I'm pretty sure it's Spanky. I don't, I'm not 100% like, sure. He feuded Spanky. with Rich Swan. He feuded with Mustafa, I believe. He feuded with Tazawa. And then like Tazawa was the champion for a day. I don't understand that either. And then um, he, he's feuding with Gentleman Jack, who I think is probably going to get the belt after the, yeah. the feud is over with. Because that guy... He's money, in my opinion. I like Gentleman Jack. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. I, I think that uh, some people were mad because they felt like he ripped off Marty Scurroll a little some bit. Some people. Some people. And if this was brought up, and <laughs> I forgot where it was. I think Cole Cabana said it, or they were talking about it on the Elite, and they were like, he was using the umbrella before Marty, in a sense, but it wasn't like, it was a blatant ripoff. Because his character was, I'm the gentleman, I'm from England. I'm very proper. Marty's like, I'm the villain, so I come out with the the umbrella to be an asshole. So it's like two different uses of the umbrella. It wasn't a ripoff. From how I, maybe I'm a little bit wrong, but I think that's the the, the connection. Because there was like how in wrestling you'll bite off of someone, but you're not intentionally biting off of them. No, Coat was talking about how it was bullshit that he was using that and how he felt bad for Marty because... Marty had been using it for over a year now, and Gentleman Jack came out. And the only difference was Marty's umbrellas were black, and his were like the rainbow colors and stuff. And bigger. Yeah. And he's like, uh, but he was using. Who's like, making more money off those umbrellas, though? Marty's Crow. Oh, yeah, he probably is. No, he's selling like Bullet Club, and they're sold out. Like, they, they sell out all the time. They put like the Villain Club yeah, umbrellas? Yeah, $35 for a fucking umbrella. You can't buy it. It's sold out. <laughs> they ran out of like to make Like, they got to remake it. So, Marty's Crow's making money. Gentleman Jack. They ain't coming out with a Gentleman Jack umbrella. They, they don't have any merchandise at the 205 level, as far as I'm, as far as I know. I, I think like, TJP has his own shirt, but I think that's. Can you ask you a question though? Like, if they let them say, "Hey, right, uh, this is what we're gonna do. All right, uh, you got 10 minutes to do whatever you want. 15 minutes to do whatever you want. If they let them have the matches they want to want, they want to have, similar to CWC, the, the Cruiserweight Classic. Do mm-hmm. you think that show gets better? Do you think people stay after SmackDown and like, oh man, we're gonna get the great fucking 205 live matches? I think it's. A, I don't think that the casual wrestling fan they want Randy Orton they want 
Roman Reigns. They want the names. They don't give a flying shit about entering quality mm-hmm. or how good the match is. If it's not Neville, who they know a little bit, then that then they're not going to be emotionally invested in matches. It takes probably takes two to three years for anybody. Nobody breaks on the scene really and makes that of a huge. I mean, to this day, a lot of them can't give a shit about Sami Zayn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not. He's nowhere near as over as he should be. But look at Kevin. I mean, fucking. He's Kevin's only, mouth got him over there. Oh, uh, it wasn't just that. It was everything. It was his mannerisms, his work in the ring, and him got the the caliber of where that he got placed on the card too. Yeah, that's a lot. And if you think about it, I mean, the person who was really a big letdown to me because he was my favorite one of the Shield by far, and I've said it all along. I thought Moxley was going to come in and just run rampant and be the man, but I feel like since he lost the belt to AJ, he's lost a lot of stock. I mean, I haven't watched it religiously, so I can't really say anything. He definitely lost a lot of stock. Yeah, but I think that's his only I mean, fault. The, that's partly him. I mean, but his feud with the Miz for the IC title was not interesting at all. Because it was like, here you go, who's the belt? Like, Miz, yeah, you're going to lose. Here, yeah. And then Miz gets it back, and it's like... And those two, if you give them a good program, they can make it worth your while. They could. But it was like, what was he doing? He was dressing up like fucking teddy bears, beating people up, and, yeah. you know? Like, the Miz got paranoid and hit Maurice with a clock. Yeah, like... Silliness. I think that he um, got happy. I think he got... I mean, he made three like million dollars in one year, so... Yeah, three million dollars, so that's more money than he made the previous ten years wrestling. Yeah. All combined. And he's got a hot wife. Is he, are they married? Is he married? Yeah, they're they're married, married. They got married in Vegas. Typical Dean Ambrose, right? They live in Vegas. <laughs> that dude literally left. Where did he? He was living with um, Big Cass, and he's like, yeah, I just picked up, threw everything I needed clothes-wise, and I left, and I went to Las Vegas. <laughs> so Colt's like, so that's it? He's like, what would you leave at the house? He's like, DVDs, stuff like that. I think I think Cass still has that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I just got on a flight, went, and then called someone, stayed at a hotel. Got. I'm like, how do you live life like that? He lives day to day. Yeah, that's the way. He, uh, when he was in Cincinnati, there was funny because he was getting ready to do a promo for Insanity Pro Wrestling, and they cut it after the show in this dude's house, and he's cutting this promo, and Scotty Vortex, the ex-CZW World Heavyweight Champion, I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he won a tournament of death, he comes walking in the kitchen and grabs a beer out of the fucking thing and pops the beer and walks straight back out and interrupts the promo, and Dean doesn't miss a lick. He's <laughs> talking the whole time. You can see that video on YouTube. It's, uh, did you hear the the whole thing with the teddy bear? Like, did you hear about this? Like, uh-uh. apparently, I don't know how true this is, but like, Sammy Callahan and DJ Hyde were like looking through old tapes. This was in CZW days, and apparently, they saw like a video of Ambrose dressed like in a teddy bear outfit, fucking a girl, a ring rat. It's probably they, true, yeah. And they were like, it oh. found they found it funny that he was dressed up as a teddy bear beating up the Miz. Oh Jesus! Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know he used to they used to the titty master. You know about that, right? Yeah, yeah. he would write titty somewhere like on his on his ring, right. his ring tape, right? Yeah, this was even in the E. He did this, right? He did this at a house show when he was with the Shield. Oh yeah, uh, okay. Do, I don't think he would do him on like Raw or SmackDown. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. From what I understand, and maybe he didn't. We, we missed it. But. And he would, did Joe he Boston. throw? Like little innuendos there. He's like, I'm the master. Or like he would throw like those in his promo. Yeah, yeah. See, um, in 2010, the my, uh, my friend JC Belly when he passed away, Moxley worked on his bit on his memorial show. Okay. Him, Sally Callahan, Sammy Callahan, um, all kinds of guys. But, uh, the only two I think that went to the E from there was uh, Sammy 
Rich Swan and Moxley. But um, Callahan went to the E too. Oh yeah, yeah. I said, uh, yeah, he needs to go back. Nah, he doesn't need to go back. He's you know, he likes it, why not? He just not with that gimmick anyway. The gimmick they gave him was wrong. Number two, it's he'll just be like like the Chris Hero. Because for for whatever reason, Chris Hero, I, I don't know what they promised Chris Hero. I don't know what they're doing with Chris Hero, but they're wasting Chris Hero on NXT. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. that man should be on the main roster on SmackDown Raw feuding with, like, somebody because he can cut the promos, he can do the work in the ring, and it's just wasted talent. And I don't know, maybe they told him, look, we want you to be a trainer because he's a good trainer, but what they're doing with that man is just ungodly. And they would have did it to Callahan. too, because he's probably, I mean, despite what anyone wants to say, there's a difference between opinion and facts. Okay, there is, there is. But as a fact, he's probably top five, arguably at least top ten wrestlers on the face of the planet today. You know? Yeah. Whether anyone wants to, I mean, that's a fact. That's not just my opinion. I mean, that's a true statement. And whether he may, people may be like, oh, he's too big, he's not my taste or whatever. I'm just saying wrestling-wise, entering when the bell rings to when he's done, he's he's up there, man. Look at what the E has, like, arguably, like. In terms of, like, indie people? And the NXT. If you look at the NXT, man, the NXT's still stacked. But, yeah, but look at the, like, arguably you have Chris Hero, who is, like you said, one of the top five. Sami Zayn, who arguably they'll say is one of the best. And look at their positions. Yeah. Like, no, nothing. Like, you don't even see fucking either one on their show. Uh, Perfect 10. Where the fuck did that guy go? I don't want to talk He disappeared in 10 seconds. It makes me mad. Collectively, their peers will say these guys are the best wrestlers. The only one that's really... I love Kevin to death, but some people won't have him in their top five. But AJ Styles is the only one that is being used properly. Yeah, he's getting the breaks in. Yeah. The thing is, they throw guys like Baron Corbin down your throat, or they throw guys like Big Cass down your throat. Well, Corbin's not going anywhere for a while. Apparently, he's in a lot of trouble. No, they they what they they, uh, they shed some light on this. Apparently, it wasn't because of his Twitter. It wasn't because of an argument with Cena. It's because he argued with the fucking doctor about concussions and brain trauma. Is that what it was? That's what it was. Because like he Vince... got into an argument with Cena, which I don't know. Did you you watch the pay per view? Yeah, if Cena kind of like told him you ain't shit. Yeah, <laughs> like in the middle of the like match. the nine minute mark. If you guys want to go back and watch it on the network, Cena talking about it was the nine minute mark. I thought it was like the beginning of the match where he's like, you, you ain't shit, so Something you need like to that. learn. So. And then he kind of embarrassed him. He's like, when he took, like, he stepped out the ring to do that, like, uh, with JBL's hat. Yeah. And he was like, ah, oh, he needs to learn. He's going to learn. Yeah. But he, fucking Corbin hit him with, like, a backbreaker. That I was like, God damn. <laughs> but. I thought it was the Meltzer thing. No, it honest. wasn't the Meltzer thing. It was basically. Because I thought they, that, I mean, I know WWE doesn't really look at Meltzer as anything, but he is respected in that bit, in the in the wrestling business. I don't so. think so. You don't think so? No, because like who you don't told think them? Meltzer's respecting the in the business? in the E? No, no. In the I wrestling because, business. In the wrestling and, and business, but in the E, he counts. He basically he's a blogger who charges people, and I'm not discrediting this man. I met him; he's a nice guy. I'm just saying, in the E, they could get two shits what they what what Dave Meltzer's writing about, and it shows because you had a road agent talk shit about him, and you heard uh, you had a wrestler talk shit about him. Actually, go back and forth with him. Maybe they were upset about him. Engaging. Be, be engaging, acknowledging Dave Meltzer. That's what it is. But from what was reported, what I read by Meltzer himself, I believe, was he argued with a doctor about brain injury. And the doctor kind of was like, you don't, you need to stop. And he was like, no, he was just butting in. And the doctor, like, 
Or, you know, so... Who wasn't hearing the doctor out? Yeah, the Vince McMahon said to still be high on him. It's just, you, you did a no-no, now you have to pay for it. People told me they see him money in him. They see money in Baron Corbin. I guess I they kind of see know. too. He needs but to shave I, his fucking head. Oh, awful. <laughs> he's got that big ball. So he reminds me of Sean. He's got that thinning fucking hair, and it's still growing. Wow. <laughs> he's like, I'm not gonna give it up yet. It's still long in the back and luxurious. What was the thing you told me about? It and it, it, it was just picture perfect. He said something where he was making fun of Finn Balor. Yeah. And Finn Balor, he's like, oh, oh his abs. And Balor's like, maybe I can find something from underneath what you have. Yeah. And you told me at fucking Breaking Through, like, fucking, what's this fucking guy's name? Uh, eight Bulldozer, whatever the fuck. Uh, fuck. What? Uh, what's his name? Matt, Matt Tremont? No, not Matt Tremont. That, that, that's the other guy. Oh. Matt something. The head trainer for the oh, performance. Uh, the, Matt Bloom. Matt Bloom was like, hey, Albert. uh, Albert, there you go. he's like, hey, uh, you know, today's you got to work your abs. And he's like, well, I'm perfect just the way I like, to work my abs. And he's like, <laughs> look, look at like, me. Look at me. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You have a belly that looks like Homer Simpson's face. <laughs> like, there's a reason why you're still, like, they talk, wrestle with a shirt on, motherfucker. Like, because he was, at one point in NXT, he was wrestling without a shirt. But Not SmackDown, anymore. put that shirt on, boy. Yeah, it's frumpy. Yeah, it's frumpy. <laughs> Yeah, Frumpy's uh, understatement. Yeah, he's got that. Uh, I don't know. How do you, how do you explain it? It's kind of like um. It's kind of like it's kind of a muffin top. <laughs> no, it's it's pudge, man. It's yeah. pudge. And it, I just keep thinking Krang's gonna come out of his belly. Button. Yeah, like right. it's just from Ninja Turtles. I mean, I should have talked <laughs> shit, but I'm I'm five foot nine. He's six foot like four. Like there's he's no big. he should be stretched out, and he just ugh. <laughs> Yeah, but the the, the the fucking mental like, like I think he believes the shit he does in wrestling. Like he believes he's that guy. He's a big mark. Yeah. He I I I, I he might like he, he absolutely he, might because mm-hmm. no man. Well, that's the way Enzo is. That's I mean Enzo's a big old mark, and that's why people have so much trouble with him is because he lies like a fucking couch. No, he believes like no. What did what did he say? Simon God says. It's not that he lies; he exaggerates the truth. That's what it is. Yeah, because he the, the two. He's like, yeah, I'll, he won't. He'll admit facts. The God said in the, the shoot interview, he was like, "Oh, I fucked two girls. They, they, I fucked these two hot girls. They weren't hot." He's like, "They were two fat, disgusting pigs." That's what he's, <laughs> he's like, and he's like, "Oh, those girls smell." Like that's what God said. So it's like, Enzo will. Exaggerate the truth. That so he is, did fuck two girls. He, he got did, part of the story. He got, right? but they were not hot. Uh, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> My thing, like, we, since we we got into the Enzo thing, I if he's doing anything to disrespect the business, like what he got thrown off the bus for, what they reported, uh, him bringing people backstage, because I know that's a no no. That is a no no. But if you you can't get mad at the guy because he's flossing what he does outside of the ring. I'll, when he's not there, if he goes to a Mayweather fight and pays $10,000 for a ticket, go ahead. If he fucking is f- flaunting, he's with celebrities, that has nothing you're to do with it. You're not on the clock, right? You're not on the clock. Don't be mad at that. Like, you're just being a hater. Yeah, but they kind of have a dress code. They got in trouble. Remember, for, uh, it was Punk or Orton. One got in trouble because they weren't suited up at the airport. Do you remember what I'm talking about, like, three I, years ago? I think so. They, yeah, they, they got finally said, when you're, you're, you're representing the company. The company. And so, if you're outside of here, you're always on the clock. Okay, yeah. but he's in character. There, that yeah. that's him. The persona okay. of wearing, like you know, even though I like, think people don't like him because he's full of shit, though, and the people could smell that shit. Like especially if somebody's paying their dues and they're working hard, and they see his ass get handed shit. 
because he's got a big ass tag team partner, they're like, oh, fuck this guy. Well, no, he was the mouthpiece. No, he, he, no, uh, remember when he broke his leg? I don't know if you were watching NXT at the time. He broke his leg when they were just was getting on. watching NXT. Because I remember Cass having a singles run for a while. But the, prior to that... Yeah, I'm broke, trying to think if NXT was on the network He yet. broke his leg trying to do a wrist lock. Is that... What? <laughs> yeah. Gotch was like, yeah, he broke his leg trying to do a wrist lock, and he blamed it on the the, the mat. The mat was fine. He just didn't know how to... That's how... You, I, I would love to see this match and how it happened, but I don't know. I but... See. I always, I've never liked Kaz and, and Enzo more. I like Kaz. So Enzo's now in his uh, 205. It's 205. Now, right? And I'm just like, oh, God. Well, going back to your question about what would help 205. That's not, that's their idea of helping 205. That's their idea of helping 205. But you, that's a punishment. One of you guys asked about, you know. That was me. If you get, if 205 was given more creative, could they be bigger? In the rest, in their matches. Yeah, like, let them like, go. Hey, you could go. Here's 10 minutes. Go do yeah, I would change. Because I heard, I heard Rich Swan is like. He he doesn't want to do this. He doesn't anymore. want to do it anymore. That's that was from the PWG people. They were like, because they know people who know people who talk to people. Yeah, Rich Swan is like unhappy and he just wants to leave. Well, his wife is on uh, all on the TV. girl fight shows. Sue Yang. She's gonna be on TPI, right? Yeah, she's a TPI this year too. Yeah, yeah she's at all the girl fight shows too. Though she's a, like she is the girl fight champion right now. Okay. So, I know that was his wife that were fiance last time that I was. Well, they got married in. Las Vegas. There you Did go. Yeah, Shotgun wedding. Gets I'd put two hundred five right after NXT, and I would leave him in Florida. I wouldn't. I wouldn't move him. I don't. This because that crowd would. Well, which I fucking like. Not even in the Mayon Classic. That crowd is just horrible. It's not bad. No, they were horrible in the Mayon Classic. And so, well, yeah, if they didn't know who they were, they were dead, right? Yeah. It was like yeah. these like indie marks. Mm-hmm. You know, if they don't know who you are, they're not going to cheer for you. I like. But what they could do with NXT. Well, with the 205 is, I mean, it's hard. It's, you know, you're watching two hours of SmackDown, which some nights are good, some nights are not. Do they do anything before SmackDown starts? I don't know, you've been to SmackDown. Uh, they have a dark match. They have a dark they match, that's a it? dark match. So, so basically... Because I, I saw SmackDown Live here when Jinder Mahal became the number one contender. Yeah. That, that was about five months ago. Yeah. Uh, they put Breezango versus The Ascension in a dark match. So basically, dark match... Smackdown, Smackdown 205. 205. Okay, so it's basically in reverse. They used to do superstars. Yeah, main card. Okay, so so maybe make 205 pre-taped and not live. Yeah, you, that's totally fine because that's, that because I can't tell you how many people left. You know, I stayed because I was like, I'm gonna go see free wrestling. At this point, I'm like, it's free wrestling. That's mm-hmm. at least what it felt like anyway. Because I'm like, I paid for Smackdown. Now you're gonna give me 205 for free. Sounds good. I'll stay. I don't think you would get it for free. It's okay. not technically free. I'm sure the ticket prices went up. But to try to get people to stay, they're so desperate. Um, they actually put on after two hundred five live. They put Nakamura versus Ziggler, and Nakamura hadn't debuted on SmackDown yet. Wow! And people still bolted out of there. That they advertised the match before SmackDown started, or in between SmackDown and two hundred five live. About an hour into SmackDown live, and people still and people still bolted. They had not some, and now maybe that's because we had already seen so Nakamura twice five. here. So. So we had a pre-match. Uh-huh. We had the Brizango versus... 8 to 10. So from 10 to 11, you had 205. So from 11 o'clock to... Eh. And then we had another 15-minute match. Well, yeah, it wasn't even probably, probably about that, 10 minutes. That probably should have... You probably should have... That's ample enough time. Because if you figure Raw is three hours... Raw so, is forever. Yeah, so that's 11. You're leaving, you're leaving basically at the same time. Same time as Raw. Yeah. I mean, that's a long fucking time. I'm telling you, if you put 205... Make, or, you know what? Make them their own traveling show. Do something else. Because nobody wants to sit, or at least I don't. I don't like sitting for three hours. I'd have trouble going to a Raw. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just yeah, like it's, it's you're so emotionally drained after two hours anyway. You're just kind of like, which apparently like they're putting like better events on like the end of the two hour instead of the three hour now. I don't know if you've noticed this, but some of their matches, some of the, like their main events have been going on at like, you know, 10 to 10 instead of 10 to 11. Okay. Yeah. So because the crowd is, you know, way more invested into that than they are, you know, at 11 o'clock at night when they're like, oh shit, I've been screaming for three hours. I don't really <laughs> want to do it anymore. So that's kind of, I think, how people feel about the SmackDown. I mean, I can't tell you, I mean, there were people that are like after SmackDown ended, we're just like, I don't want to watch 205. These guys suck. There's a lot of people that were just like, these 205 guys can't go. And unfortunately, if you don't get the network, you're getting what you see. They can't go is what you're going to get from a lot of these casual fans that don't understand. Because they don't know who they are, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a perfect example of that was this past Monday Night on Raw when um, Heath Slater came out. Did you see this? Pelvis Wesley. When Pelvis Wesley came out. Do you know who this is? From uh, South uh, Paul Regional Wrestling? The oh, yeah, yeah, Slater yeah, character? Yeah, yeah. He made an appearance. And he made it in the character of Pelvis Wesley. Crickets. <laughs> that entire building did not know who this was. Which, to me, is a little disheartening. Because, because now we're probably not getting South Paul anything else. Yeah. Because, oh, no. Think about it. If nobody knows who they are, why would they promote it? Shit. It sucks, right? That is... Like, it's a little heartbreaking. That is. Why would they bring... I don't understand. Because they were in Tennessee. Yeah, they were in Tennessee. They wanted to feud with with a lot... I think he'd be from the 80s, so they're going to bring him back to make look old. No, they made him look like Like, Elvis Presley. Tennessee is the home of fucking Elvis Presley. I know, but that his name on South Paw Championship... Was Pelvis Wesley. Pelvis Wesley, but this was supposed to be dug up from the 80s. Yeah. So this is 40 years later, and he's going to come out looking like he did now. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, the, but the problem, whether it makes sense or not, it's... it's I mean, WD Jerry the King Lawler brought him out. Yeah, WD Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that nobody reacted is kind of disheartening. Original wrestling is, is, is an indie thing. They like It the is indie, almost like an indie, indie thing, right? Like, I mean, indie fans talk about it. I don't think, like, no one... Everybody who's indie was talking about it. Nobody mainstream. Like, a no. mainstream... Fucking WWE fan is the guy across the street that's like, oh, John Cena, my kid loves John Cena. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. That, those are the people. But but WWE's coming to town. Yeah. yeah let's go. It's only $65 for the third row. We need to go. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I would, I don't, I, it just disheartening, but I don't see them canceling it because it's so cheap <laughs> to make. not canceling it, but they're never going to do it on a Raw or SmackDown. Probably. Uh, I don't want a Raw or SmackDown. Because they went you backwards. Want to on the internet. They, they went from 87 to 86. Yeah, like the first which made it even better. So then you find out why he's so drunk and Yeah, because he's going through a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> from Renee Young's divorce. But they were never married. That's the funny. He's a stalker. <laughs> he went on one date. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, but, I mean, we were talking about it, what was that, two weeks ago when Doug was here and he'd never heard of Southpaw. I was like, come on, man. Doug. You never seen South Paul Regional Wrestling? No, what's that, man? Is it wrestling? No! I found that out when I went to a PWG show. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. I just want to plug Sunday Bloody Sunday, which is the IWM Mid-South show tonight. Ooh, I'm going to go to that. You'll be there? I'll be there. I got commitments. (laughs) Doors open at 6.45, bell time 7.35. I should be there like about two show, two, maybe the second match will start. Hopefully you you miss one of the two big matches that aren't signed yet, because this is what's been signed so far. The main event, J.C. Ryden takes on Dale Patrick's in a Fans Bring the Weapons match. Which means somebody's no guitars with somebody's with, with stupid. With <laughs> I'm gonna bring this. Here you go. Hit him with this. No, <laughs> no. that's valuable. Yes, the baddest man alive, Aaron Wim, takes on the longest running IWA Mid South World Champion Dingo, which is going to be a hell of a match. The first blood match, uh, Shane Mercer with Jason Saint takes on Kinetic Cole Radrick. Oh, oh my friends, day. day. He's got his own shirt now. It says that. Yep. Is a monkey? 
Is what? the monkey his shirt too? The one he comes out with the monkey? No, he wears that shirt, but that isn't his shirt. That isn't his so shirt? I don't think so, no. Both hey, who guys. sings that song, man? Turbo Negro. <laughs> Turbo Negro. Aren't they like from Norwegian? Finland? Or no, they're Norwegian. Yeah. Finnish. I honestly have no idea. They're, they're. I just think that's a cool band name. <laughs> yeah, fa- false Count Anywhere. I don't think Diamond I can Cut Ace Perry versus AK, IK3 Jonathan Wolf, who is now. He's a Ace guy. Perry's the kid that didn't want to jump off the ladder? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talking about for Jimmy. Like it took a minute for him to go. Yeah, that's Jimmy so that he's he's starting to come back now. He's still, yes, he's back. Okay, good. Yep, he's in a feud with IK3 Jonathan Wolf because Jonathan Wolf was like, "You could come back all you want, you'll never be as good as me." Because he's in the Jonathan Wolf's in the TPI this year. Yeah, and Ace Perry's not, so mm-hmm. he's been rubbing his face. And but he has Alistair Wild, who is a guy who graduated with Mance Warner. Uh, and a couple other guys from the Billy Rock School. Mance, Mance is not wrestling tonight, is he? Yes, he is. Fuck. You don't like Mance? No, his entrance is like forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know Heather's going to be looking at me when he comes out. I'm just like... <laughs> she loves Mance. I know she does. She's, yeah, she's she, happy that he's going to be in CCW, too. Yeah, he's taking on an inner Calvin Tangman with Jason Sane. Calvin Tangman's a big boy. Oh, that's the big black guy that she's on, uh, too. Okay. Yeah, he does, like, backflips over. He does, like, Toby Count Helos and shit over the top rope. Toby Count like, Helos! He's, like, 383, probably 350, maybe 375, too. He's a big monsters kid. And then uh, the Alistair Wilde kid, he's fresh out of, out of school, but he's taking on uh, Proficient Sage Phillips. And there's going to be two more matches, so there's eight matches in all. Now, I'll tell you what i got to give credit where credit's due. Thursday night, people were complaining all the time about, I don't know you get out here so late, blah, blah, blah. Man, they, they were, Doug was running his mouth, and so Manowar goes, I'm setting the timer right now. Intermission's going to be 15 minutes, bitch. And Doug goes, yeah, right, yeah, right. So <laughs> well, you have to walk all the way to the front of the trading post now to go outside. And, you know, we all go out there and sell the, the thing and get, get a little break from being inside the arena. And, and you know, Thank some you people know. smoke, so I walk out there with them while they're smoking cigarettes. And he comes walk. He has to come out and get us both times. Manuel walks out and goes, hey, Dickheads, the show's fucking starting. Are you gonna get the fuck nice. back in here? And yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, man, because I'm commentating. Just, just chilling. I was like, I'm just chilling. We usually don't. It's usually not a. I mean, usually we walk back our plenty of time. It's a liberty. Yeah, it's like half hour. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's more. Than, it's like a half hour breaks. But no, they've been on the money. And I'll tell you what, if you're not going out of bed, I'm not just saying because I commentate there. If you're not going out of bed right now and you live in the Louisville area and you like wrestling, you should go, man. It, the, for your fifteen bucks. You cannot get a better show. I mean, you're going to get a little bit of everything. You get some comedy. There was a guy that was trained by Marty Jones. And people who don't know who Marty Jones is, it's okay. It's okay. And if you know who Johnny Saint is and Marty Jones, those are guys from World of Sport from the UK from like the 80s and 90s. Okay. And that's the guys that trained William Regal back in the day. And... This guy wrestles them guys to this day. These dudes are like in their 70s and they're fucking animals, okay? This guy has a comedy stick. And we got to see him at IWM Tough last week. It was awesome. His name was Sparks Phillips. It was a fantastic. I mean, it was it was comedy. He didn't do a whole lot of like um, like indie-rific moves. But I laughed my ass off in the first match. You know what I'm saying? And it's that kind of thing that... Are you laughing on commentary too? 
I'm trying like in, not to. Trying not to? He busted it. He got me a couple times. <laughs> I mean, just from the dumb shit they say, Mance gets me too. Like, Mance will start praying. Yeah, like, I hate the entrance, but he makes you laugh. Like, Lord, forgive me for what I'm about to do to this man. Yeah, <laughs> Like, when I saw a mask of the Crimson Red Dove, I'm like, I recognized Jimmy. And I was like, who the fuck is this redneck? And he's just like, who, who, who. And I thought he was, like, date, married to a midget because he does something with a midget girl. And I was like, what the fuck am I? This is funny, but. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she wipes it, uh, uh, the, the male. Had these nuts. He is a oh, professional yeah. wrestling midget. Yeah, he shines his boots before he gets in the ring yeah. every time. It's it's a, like it's just like he Patty's nuts is going to take on. <laughs> he's going to take on Larry D. Larry D's like four hundred pounds. He's a, he's the ex IWA champion. He's the one that lost the belt to Michael Elgin. And Patty's nuts says was like I'm not scared of you. And he's like you have to sign a waiver. And so he's going to get in the ring with him like at the end of September. I think and then the best thing about Mance was uh, at the end of a tournament of death. Yeah, he's like our good old friend. He was like, "Hey, Mance, you all right?" And he's like, I thought you, 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 did you break anything? He's like, I broke a lot of hearts. And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this guy's awesome. Oh, I hate yeah. your entrance, but I love you. <laughs> oh, dude, he's so fucking good, dude. Man, there's so much like little shit he does. Like, um, he ran her, he, he does the, he'll, he'll wait, he'll get the crowd going, he'll go, hold on, knee pad up, <laughs> knee pad down, and take off running and do a shining wizard with the, just the bare knee, and then they'll kick out of the pin, and he'll be like, fucking knee pad, pull back up, I mean, he's just, he's, he's, He's one of those guys that as soon as he went, they quit making him be a, uh, a heel and they turned him face, he skyrocketed. He's just yeah. one of those guys. Who, where did he learn how to wrestle? Like, what's his background? Billy Rock. Billy Rock. Yeah, Billy Rock. He graduated from Billy Rock School last year. He's only been doing it less than a, like, like a little over a year. Okay. It's insane that he's that good for being yeah. this over a year. But, yeah, to come out there and check that out, and I want to go ahead and plug We'll be back before then, but I definitely want to plug the TPI this year. If you on Facebook... That poster is ridiculous. Thanks to KJ Design from Avoid Duncan, he did that poster. And it's just craziness, man. The 24 people that are going to be in this tournament, it's, I, I, I'm telling you, man, it, it, it's, people say, talk about Bola and talk about the, uh, what's it, the Jim Lyman tournament? Is that the other one? The no. AEW tournament? Jim Lyman Memorial or whatever? How many fucking memorial tournaments are there? You got TPI, Jim, whatever, yeah. JT Lightning. JT Lightning Memorial. There's a whole bunch of different ones. There's and, been a uh, lot of dead wrestlers. Yeah. That's what it is, man. Dead, it's, unnamed, oh, like, except for well, TPI. Rock, Rock, he's, he's one of the biggest names. The Jim Lyman, I don't even know who that the was. That's probably that. JT Lightning, JT was, Lightning. Like, was like a, a trainer that kind of like helped some of the big Ohio people get uh, where they are. Noticed and everything else. He yeah. was a big, he was really big in Ohio. He really was. I'm pretty sure uh, they might have really another good. one too because AIW lost the guy who kind of created it, Chandler Briggins. He uh, died. Oh, I read that. It was so hard, heartbreaking. Yeah. Listen to that podcast, man. Right, rest in peace to Chandler Briggins, man. I didn't know the it, what it amounts to is he lost his job and quit taking his diabetes medicine. That's what happened. Yes. I thought he was just fat and it just. Like caught uh, up with him. No, no, he quit taking his diabetes medicine. Like, I don't mean to laugh, but for six months, and that's what like he wasn't just taking care of himself because he lost his job. Yeah, he didn't have the money to pay for his diabetes medicines, and and so uh, his mom told his uh, she's like, why did he quit taking his medicine after he was already on a with a tube sucked up yeah. thing? And John Thorne, who's his partner in yeah. W, he said, I didn't know, I didn't know he was even on. Di- yeah, stuff. I had no idea. He goes, but I, I'm not trying to be mean, but I always saw him eat or drink whatever he wanted. He'd come and drink beer and. And do whatever he want. And he yeah. was just not living like he should mm. for being diabetic, which is terrible. And I'm not going to say anything negative about the man. I never met him, but I know he loved Memphis wrestling, and so do I. So that's one bond 
you know, me and him had, even though we don't know each other. Uh, Congo Kong, Aaron Williams, Homicide, Davey Richards, Eddie Kingston, Eric Cannon, Myron Reed, Shane Strickland, uh, Dave Christ, Jake Christ, Gary J, Space Monkey, Jonathan Gresham, Ludark Chartan, and uh, Sue Yang, who are the two women in TPI this year. Um, David Starr, Nate Webb. I'm not sure who the fuck that guy is. Isn't that the one that he was in? Um, I don't know who this guy is right here. He was like, oh, a- that's Anthony Henry, uh, Zodiac, Larry D. Um, Mance Warner's actually in it again this year. <laughs> First time this year. Uh, Jonathan Wolf, Shane Meister, and Calvin Tankman actually won a spot. So there's 24 dudes over two nights, and having Homicide in here, man, and Jonathan Gresham, Space Monkey. There's so many different matches, like. The one of the first round matches is Shane Strickland versus Myron Reed, and they've already had like one match. And I want to say Rockstar or Pro Wrestling Revolver. It's supposed to be phenomenal. That's Kill Shot from Lucha Underground. By the way. Okay, cool. Shane Strickland. But there's so many. Got to talk Kong Lucha before the, we go. Yes. Oh yeah. To, yeah. He was the 2015 Congo Kong one in 2015, and in 2016 Chris Hero won. And he wasn't able to be in the tournament this year, of course. But a lot of people are saying Davy Richards, but a lot of people were Mr. Uh, Aaron Williams becomes a Mr. TPI for a while. So um, I was figuring my money's on him. Yep, September 14th to 15th in Memphis, Indiana, and I'm telling you right now, bucket list. This and the King of the Death matches. When they when I decided I was going to do commentary, mm-hmm. these were the two things. People were like, "Oh, I know I'm never going to call WrestleMania. I know I'm never going to call WWE or, or uh, any of that shit. This is my home. This is what I want to do. This is where." It, these are the two biggest shows of the year, and if I'm sitting at the commentary table for the TPI in 2017, then I'm done. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I did what I wanted to do. I proved to everyone who said I couldn't do it or that I wasn't good enough that, fuck you. Yeah, you're going to show Doug, yeah. <laughs> I ain't just Doug. There's plenty of other motherfuckers. The first week I was told, who's the new commentary guy? You really need to get rid of his ass and shit like that, and... Yeah, I, I fuck the haters. I don't really care if they like me or not. I do the best I can. I don't put myself over. I try to make sure that the guys, you know, uh, that I that I do their matches. I try to make sure I do a good job. I got a picture. New picture of my wife. She's hot. She's hot. Yeah, buddy. She's down to one forty nine. Let's talk about Lucha Underground before we bail out of here. So, it's not really Lucha not Underground. Really Lucha. There was a, a oh the Triple A thing. The Triple A. That have something to do with Sexy Star. Yeah. 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 So. Was See, this last Sunday, last Saturday? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Because so, They thought it was a work. And that, all the wrestlers think it was a work. Just like, you know, people don't believe when you say, hey, man, this is a bullet hole. Well, uh, young Matthew will... will so this was brought to, to my attention because I, I don't follow AAA wrestling at all. I don't follow GFW nearly as much as I used to. I don't think anybody That's knows. Global Force, right? Yeah, Global yeah, Force yeah, Wrestling yeah, slash Impact yeah. Wrestling. Yeah, oh, 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 4K's on there now. Desmond Xavier. A lot of the same people I used to get to see every week are on there now. Mm-hmm. So, Go ahead. So Go. AAA had their WrestleMania of uh, shows, and apparently this was actually the most watched show in North America in 30 years. Which is In South America, you mean, or North America? North America. From what uh, I was told, they gave it, Mexican they gave wrestling it. is way bigger than anything that I had ever realized. What they did was, twi- you know the, the situation that's going on with uh, YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. No, you, you, you. Oh, with the, with, the, with the free wrestling, yes. Yeah, so now Twitch has gone on board with this, allowing people, you know, Wrestle Circus kind of takes advantage of this. I believe AAA Mania decided to do it as well. They gave their show for free on Twitch. 
Okay. So now uh, Twitch, Twitch. Twitch is basically uh, L Rock has uh, this. Uh, it's like you can play video games. People use it as a platform to showcase their video game playing skills. Okay. So basically, someone like L Rock, who, who who's a speedrunner, a, yeah. a competitive speedrunner, will like broadcast him playing uh, Streets of Rage and trying to beat beat it within a world record time. Okay. That's what Twitch is primarily used, but. Uh, Celebrities use it to just, you know, play video games with their fans. You know, I know Rampage does it. I think uh, another celebrity does it. I'm, I'm drawing a blank there. But they decided, hey, you know, YouTube is doing this Will to you Walker guys. Jr. Uh, there you go. We'll do something out with Joe Rogan. Okay, so uh, you Twitter dis- Twitch decided, hey, YouTube is doing this where they're not allowing wrestling to be broadcast on YouTube. or What are they doing? They're, like, banning it or they're just, like, fining it or something? No, well, it's not, been- you can't allow revenue. You can't earn revenue from it. That was what one of the problems was. You like your commercials and stuff. You you can't put commercials like you can't, before. You the, advertisers were afraid to be attached yes. to wrestling <laughs> programs because of the violence and things. And YouTube was having trouble because YouTube you can upload just about anything you want to. Yeah. And there were some videos that were going viral, not wrestling related, but there were videos that were going viral that were like maybe like racially insensitive. Yeah. But advertisers would be shown before that. And advertisers were like, I don't want to be associated with these things. So they were pulling their revenue off of YouTube. So YouTube was losing money. Okay. Was the problem. And wrestling was associated to the violent videos and things of that nature. And so they were pulling the revenue off the WCPW and things of that nature. Because I watch a lot of what, what culture wrestling videos and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for a long time, there oh, were yeah. no advertisements going. I itself used to make money through their YouTube channel. Like, quite a bit of money. Money to buy mics, money to buy equipment, things like that. And... It all came to an abrupt end. So, so they're having to look into other methods. Go ahead. Well, they they settled. And uh, there's some going on. I didn't read the finished product, but apparently WCPW now is part of an advertisement. And they do, are getting their money back that way. And they are going to be offering free wrestling okay. moving forward. All right. So, so whenever that happened, Switch kind of jumped on board and said, hey, you can use our platform to do it. So Russell Circus in Texas did it. AAA did it. And they decided to showcase so AAA on Mania Twitch. on okay. Twitch. And I guess... For free, but you have to pay for a Twitch. account. No, you don't have to pay for a Twitch account. Can, I have a Twitch account. You can just sign up for one. You sign up. It's free, okay. but I don't know how to broadcast on it. But I do have one. I watch L Rock on his channel okay. and other people. So they broadcast it on Twitch. Take it away. So Triple A uh, has Triple Mania happened last Saturday. It's their biggest show in Mexico City, Mexico, yeah. and they had a, a championship match, what they call the Reina de the Reina de Reinas Championship, which is the women's division match. It was between Sexy Star, Rosemary from GFW. She was a GFW champion for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then Ayoko Hamada and Lady Shani. I don't know their work at all. The The report is that Lady Shani and Sexy Star were shooting on yes, each other they don't terribly. Like each other. They do not like each the other. The from, story from that is because Shani and Taya, who is John Ennigan's fiance, Johnny Mundo, hmm. they had a little a beef going into it, which I told you last night. Long story short, Vampiro kind of like fucked her over when she was a champion, tricked her into getting the belt, giving the belt away when she thought she was just not being used. They took the belt away from her, gave it to Sexy Star because Sexy Star kind of was like, if you want me back to wrestle for Triple Mania or Triple A, you got to make me champion. That's what happened there. So. Yes. So they're shooting on each other. Apparently, this is all yeah. PWI. I think is the main source. Uh, which I, is that Meltzer's? No, Wrestler Observer is. Oh, that's Wrestling Observer. I'm sorry. So, yeah, according P- PWI is the top 500. That came out too. By the mm, way, yeah. This week. 
So, um, apparently, Sexy Star was had enough of Lady Shani's shenanigans and decided to take it out on Rosemary. Uh, Rosemary's coming off the top for a senton, I believe. Missed. And then the finish was supposed to be... The like, armbar. Was the armbar. Which Sexy she Star locked her, in. She popped her shoulder. Well, Rosemary top. tapped. Mm-hmm. And before anything had happened, she had tapped out. The bell had rang, and the referee was like, it's over, and then she cranked, unfortunately, for Sexy Star. At least that's how it looked to me. I don't know if you've watched the video. I, I feel like she was cranking before the bell. Was she cranking before? But she was not letting go. She was not letting go. There was the ring. shoulder, dude, you saw her shoulder pop out of socket. I didn't see a shoulder pop. I just saw that from the angle. It's hard to see a shoulder pop out. You do see her riding around the vein, but you can see her arm come up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just I know the woman was in pain because you know it went from yeah, there we go. So yeah, and after it was over, you saw her like no. She literally rolled out the ring and was like, "Fuck," you know. Yeah, Yeah. to get her shoulder back in the sock. So the report was that Sexy Star immediately left the arena after the. The, the title change, you know, there were still a couple matches to go. That was not the main event. Vampiro had to call her and beg her to come back to apologize to Rosemary because, according to Sexy Star, she did not know she had popped Rosemary's shoulder out. Mm-hmm. She is sticking to this story to this day. Um, she has come out uh, earlier in the week saying that she's very confused as to why she's not being booked anywhere. She doesn't understand. I think Russell Cade in uh, North Carolina had her booked for a meet and greet and a signing, and they cut her, mm-hmm. and they're giving everybody their money back. They don't want her around. Um, Rosemary has come out and said, Sexy Star didn't want to be there. She did not want to apologize to me. Vampiro had to force her to apologize to me. I don't want to work with her moving forward. Since then, a lot of wrestlers on Twitter and Twitch and things of that nature have come to Rosemary's aid, saying, including Cody Rhodes, I think that's the biggest name, that says... Sexy Star will never be allowed in the locker room that I'm working in. Yeah, so she's a piece of shit. And all, this and all this other things. Um, and I never heard that before this. I never heard that anything bad about her. Like, Lucha Underground, she was, like, one of the main main people in season. Yeah, they she were was the champ. Yeah. I'm, I, we discussed this yesterday. I kind of want to know, like, never heard a bad word about her prior to this. Yeah. This happens. Mm-hmm. Now, Brian Cage is saying, oh, this is not something new. Uh, Joey Ryan didn't say directly, but he kind of like was like, "Oh, you know, you typical, typical, typical behavior." Russell Circus like, "Oh, she did something like this at one of our shows, so we're never having her back." But my thing was like, if you knew this woman was coming out, why is this coming out? And I've seen this happen once before with another independent wrestler where he made he he busted up Pete Dunne, and then all of a sudden David Starr. Uh, Matt Cage, we're yeah. like, oh, he's a horrible worker. He sucks in the ring. I'm like, but where was this before? You guys aren't complaining before. before. Who was the best? Uh, I don't know the name. Darius Carter. He's big in New York indie scene. He's the champion for Tier One, I believe, or was. He's a, like one of the top heels. But apparently, he. I mean, I seen him work. It wasn't bad. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh, he's a horrible in ring. He sucks. He's dangerous. He doesn't know how to do things. Yeah, and I'm Pete like, Gun, he gashed he, Pete Dunn's Dunn, eye like yeah, he couldn't defend his belt in yeah, the ball or something. Yeah, no, at the Progress Show. Oh, I'm sorry. Progress. So, you know, and then I asked you, and, you know, Heather time, chimed in too, and Chris Clash chimed in, but I was like, is this normal where it's like, if someone's a bad worker, they don't say anything? Or is it because something happens now, it's like, we're all shitting on, on this person? I when it rains, it pours? Yeah, because like even. I'm both, really, because lots of times. Guys will get in the ring. Like, if Eddie Kingston, say, for instance, he's been in the business so many years where... How many times a week do you think that guy gets in the ring with somebody who's beneath him? So he has to work down. So if he does it so many times and then that guy's being unsafe and he's done it three or four times, he's the type of guy 
that's going to fucking backfist the shit out of him. Okay. And then he's going to go to the locker room and he's going to tell that kid afterwards or tell that, even if it's a grown man or whatever, be like, hey man, this is what happened. That's why this happened. That's why you got backfisted. Right. But that doesn't lots go of people on Twitter. aren't that way. He's not, they, they don't, you don't take So that that's shit. old school. Yeah, you don't take it to social media and so, going to social media is the last resort. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Well, Joey if you Janelle destroy our reputation. Problem, when Joey Janelle had a problem with somebody recently, we're not going to get into it because I did never see a video, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he had a problem recently. He tried to solve that problem. He before. went through, all, he exhausted all avenues before yes, going before on Twitter. Before going on social media and everything. And a lot of people got mad at him, but a lot of people also stepped up to the plate behind him and said, hey, this this guy has a problem. You know, he's known, we, we a lot of people think he has a drug problem. We would like him to get help before he's allowed back in the lot in some locker rooms. Okay. And he was booked for um, uh, After matches. TP, yes, yeah. he was booked for matches at there. And uh, he's supposedly been at a uh, um, rehab facility since this happened. And he supposedly will be there the day after TBI. So that's good. My thing is though with this, it's it's almost like she. You, I was like I've we would heard something. Yeah, because like I was telling class, I was like I, I follow a, a, a large number of people in the wrestling community. Never heard a bad word about her. Never said, you know, she... And the funny thing is, though, Joey Ryan kind of alluded to this, has a match with her on Lucha Underground. Wasn't a bad match. It was a very good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, like, what what happened here? Now, my view on this is, she was beefing with that lady. Mm-hmm. Maybe the other lady was beefing with her, too. And she was just like, all right, it's three against one. So I got to, you know... I got to do what I got to do. I got to do what I got to do. And she even said that. I don't... I saw yeah. what she wrote... In a match, you know, I've dealt with personal problems where I was abused and da 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 da, and I felt unsafe, so I had to protect myself. So I did it any way I can, yeah. which is, you know, like he said, Eddie Kingston will be the type of person like, yo, you do something fucked up, I'm gonna make you pay. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a receipt, right? Yes. So I, I just feel it's funny. Never heard anything bad about this woman. Now all of a sudden she's like the worst wrestler in the world. She she's can't wrestle. Yeah. She's like for because you know I'm not saying what she did was right, but. But, this shit is like even Brian Cage, who works with her, mm-hmm. had a match with her. So all of a sudden she's unsafe. Oh, it's typical sexy Carter. Like I don't understand that. Like you know, do you think mine, it might be because they don't want to be the one to ruin a reputation? Is it kind of one of those things that like? What do you mean ruin a reputation? Sexy Star's reputation has been more or less ruined for the time being. I don't. Anyway. I don't see it, it being ruined. I just feel like it's I, it's her. I noticed wrestling in the wrestling community ever since I started doing this podcast and my observations. If someone does something, they all jump on on the person. Especially with the situation that happened with with this gentleman that Brian was talking about. The situation that happened with the Carter kid, and this. it seems like the wrestling community. Once somebody fucks up, they just fucking have a. The yeah. only time I've only seen it really justified is with the Riley kid, where he was busted for child porn. Go ahead, have at it. He deserved every bad thing that happened to him. <laughs> right, yeah. But it just seems like anytime someone oh someone botched the spot in the ring. You know, like Sabu. Sabu's all the botch guy. But fuck, like... He's, he's a not, legend, though. He's yeah. a legend, you know? But it's just like they all want to just jump on the bandwagon and just an avalanche of just criticisms and everything. Like, literally, people who don't even fucking matter in the wrestling world were talking about this woman. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. 
Like Angelina Love is like, oh, Rosemary is my baby, and you know, I'm like, when the fuck did you work in Rosemary? I don't, I don't remember you and her having a match and they shared a locker room. Yeah, Does that make I, them sisters. I don't know. And then fucking Grado's like, oh, you know, we're, I'll I'll fuck you and your bo- professional boxing husband up. I'm like, really, Grado? Really? You're gonna you're gonna go toe to toe with a professional boxer? You pee fat piece of shit. Like, <laughs> I like you, Grado, but you know, you need to know your place. I feel like <laughs> keyboard warrior relates to wrestlers too sometimes. Like you know. Yeah, and, and Grado is the UK version of Coca Cobain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for a long time, people are like, no, he's not. This whole situation is just weird to me, and I just I hope she bounces back. And I hope there's an explanation. I feel bad for Rosemary. I'm not taking any sides. Just I just hate this like this avalanche. It's just so see, bad. I never got to see Sexy Star without her mask, so I can't really commentate because the level of hotness that how she is. is she's very pretty. Definitely would make a difference on how she's a very pretty woman. She's she's very pretty. I've seen her with her mask. She took off her mask. I know she took it off a little general, but I didn't see it. No, she never took it off a little general. Season three. There's Sexy Star without a mask on, just for Brian. Yeah, while they do that. Uh, so I, this is a crazy situation. Yes, no, I was man. wait. Hold on, let me see that picture. I was rolling through. Oh yeah, that's her. Yeah, she got big I was rolling through the internet just to see what is happening with the newest, latest on this story, and yeah. apparently GFW now wants to sign Sexy Star and make this a, a storyline. There you go. It's the smartest way to do make money. I, that's I what I find so funny. It's like they're beefing, but that's with, and then all of a sudden this happens, and then Joey Ryan will have a match, and then Taya who's who noticeably hates her in real life they have real life heat comes out to cost her this match now Lucha Underground is already pre-taped a year of dance I think Ultimate Lucha is gonna have them have a match so is this a like was this really a work or was this you know it was just to beef up what tower. Beef up, like, yeah. outside interest. Like, look, I expected work that. Work, man. GF, if GFW really wants to sign her to, you know, have, like, a like, Rosemary goes over, we're all winning here. Yeah. We're, it's all about the money. So yeah. it's just like, is this Does really... Does that make us suckers, though? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's... More or less. We're all suckers anyway. Yeah. We're, at the end of the day, it's, like, outside work, you know, it's like... Fucking McGregor versus Mayweather. Oh, this oh, yeah. was a work. Did you watch that fight? Yeah, yeah. It was, Dude, I'm telling you about round six, I was like, worth every fucking penny. Yeah, but round six, seven, he was dead. He was oh, tired. but the first three rounds, he beat Mayweather's No, up. he did, but not on the Justice scorecard. Only one judge had it one round he won. And I was like, you're blind. The first three rounds, I thought he won the first three rounds. Yeah, he won he the first three. He won. In round three, he hit that uppercut, man, and fucking actually And I, him. I told my friend, I was like, he watched off for the uppercut, but I was like, he won four, maybe five. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, at the last round, I mean, people were like, oh, he didn't even complain about the stoppage. No, he, he did. He did. Yeah, I didn't. He didn't right away. He went over. No, and he to him. he went and he was like, you know, just he was exhausted. But then, like, you see him go up to the ref, and the ref was kind of like, "You need to get away from me." I stopped. And the ref was kind of biased. I don't know if you saw the beginning of the ref was like, none of like, you know, they both look at each other. The ref is, a, yeah, he's yeah, always yeah. been biased towards Floyd. Though. So he was like, none of that grappling, none of that. And I'm just like, why are you? You're not supposed to say any of his shit, but. Oh, dude, how many times did you see, like, they try to break him up and Floyd would go behind him and he'd be throwing him rabbit punches? And, oh, yeah. And it, is, it is what it is, but. It, you I, know, you what, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it was, the Mayweather McGregor fight. People were like, oh, it was boring. No, it, was, it wasn't boring. It was boring and it was fixed. I was like. You know, Some what? people said it was fixed. I don't know, but hey, man, for a hundred fucking million dollars, I'd go in there with. I go in there with prime Mike Tyson for a hundred million dollars. Uh, Mike Tyson was a killer, dude. Ain't no fucking way. But I I'll fight, fucking go in there. I'll go fight McGregor because he's a way littler dude to me, dude. You know what I'm saying? That's no fuck you up. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, but you know what I'm saying? That man uh, punched the mountain from fucking. Game oh, of Thrones yeah. in the stomach, and he like the the, the mountain was like ah fuck okay yeah. hold on <laughs> like ah <laughs> you yeah. know no oh I guarantee you 
guarantee it hurt me. I guarantee it hurt me, but... No, I, he'll fucking kill you, not hurt you. <laughs> uh, I, would, I would just try to swat at him. You know, like, swat. Uh, and how'd that work out? <laughs> yeah, how'd that work out? Uh, duck underneath it every time. This whole wrestling... Christmas. The wrestling business is a big work. And if this is... If this truly is a work of work, bravo to them. Yeah. Bravo. It got people talking. I mean, that was the biggest story... That I was reading about for the last few days. I felt, and I was like, damn, man, it's just this avalanche of hate. It's just it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I didn't Angelina, even think about it until you just said it. It's Angelina like, where Love, all these people come from. Velvet Sky. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, I understand if you want to be like, hey, you know, this is my girl and whatnot. You know, hey, if you want your attention, fine. But for like, Cody Rose to be like, this girl's never going to work in a locker room. Who the fuck are you? Like, I didn't know she, he knew Rosemary. I mean, I knew they worked at GFW for like a minute together. Yeah. Like, who? Like, did you uh, leave GFW because they didn't give you money? Huh? It's like you left GFW because yeah. they weren't giving you money. He was there for what, a month? He, he was, was there for one program with Moose because he, he worked in one match, right? No, he worked two pay-per-views because... He worked the, their big pay-per-view. He no, worked Slam Bound for Glory. He came for Bound for Glory and then he had a, the thing with Moose where he turned on Moose because... Moose, he thought Moose was fucking his wife. Jesus. This is why I don't watch GFW. <laughs> hey, Eli Drake is their champion now. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yep. yep. Oh, jeez. He's taking on uh, Eddie Edwards, I believe, this Wednesday for the championship. And who, like he won the belt in Japan, the GHC, uh, whatever it was. I like Eddie Edwards. I've liked Eddie Edwards since 2010. Him and David Richards at Final Battle had a fantastic match. You're like the only person to fucking say. I was there for that live, and you're the I, literally people walked out. Oh, that match was fantastic. People man. did not like that match. You're oh, like the one of the like three tables, man. It was fucking awesome. Uh, that was an hour long match that like I literally people left. Like they just ROH. That, that, yeah, that was the time where ROH people didn't know if ROH was gonna make it, and then they gave the belt to some fat Canadian guy with a loud mouth. I don't know if you know about him, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I there was a Canadian that got screwed out of the title. And he, he deserved, deserved it. it. But I don't <laughs> deserve it. Oh, my God. That crowd was intense that night. When they were in Toronto. You don't talk bad about it. You don't talk about Bret Hart and not get over. So fucking good, though. Bret Hart. Yeah. If you talk about Bret Hart, Chris Glass will fight you. Right? I know. Because I'm telling you right now. He's he the was, best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. He'd probably suck his dick. Probably. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> there's a good chance yeah, there's a good chance he, he, he could get lucky speaking of getting lucky uh, I got lucky and got an interview with a number of different people I'm not sure which one you're going to hear at the end of this but it may be Jeff Cobb if I can find it because obviously I figured out we haven't played it yet oh shit you didn't no I look back <laughs> and I haven't seen it I've had an interview with Jeff Cobb because I usually will see like BM at the production company and a picture of the person we interview and I, I was like I don't remember seeing a Jeff Cobb picture and I do got a Jeff Cobb interview I have to I have to find and play it we do have Jeff Cobb we also got archives. Ace Austin I don't know if you guys are familiar with him from ZZW he has almost like a gambit type gimmick comes out with the staff and he has the playing cards he has the tattoos of uh, four aces on him and stuff he's a good young kid man um He's in CCW right now, but you'll see him in other places in the future. But I think we can go ahead and wrap it up for today, fellas. If you're all right, anything else you want to talk about? I got mine in. I got I'm mine in, too. I mean, I got to do another podcast later. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I got a lot of running to do. But you want to plug it? Uh, yeah, check me out on the Fracker Nerds. That's right. Doc Martin Productions. Check Ex- it out. Yep. Check and, it out. And they also have, what's the other one? They have, a, they have a wrestling podcast. What's it called, though? Uh, Heat Magnets. Heat Magnets. But that's not, a, that's not a Doc Martin production. Well, but I mean, it's some of the same guys do this podcast. No, just Jason Crow, because that Derek guy, I, I don't know if he can't come. Um, anymore, or he's just busy, but he hasn't been on a Fracking Nerd show. Oh, wow. And 
I think the last one he did was like three months ago. Oh, okay. And I've always wanted to go because Jason's he, on the Jason, Jason. I don't even think Jason's. Gonna, I think it's just today's just me, Kennedy, and Doc. Okay, but I mean, Jason does like the uh, uh, what's the other one they do? Uh, Simply drunk. Simply drunk is that's that's, that's still a thing. That's still a thing. That's I don't know if that's a Doc Martin production. I, okay. I just know Frackenerd's Doc Martin production there you and the. Go. I think sexual, sensual thing is coming back too. Oh, that one's kind of, it had like four episodes. Yeah, and I think like that's some some big huge titties on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> that was good stuff, man. Twitter, well, you can show pretty much everything. Yes, 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 you can. You can't on Instagram. Uh, no, you can, but then if someone I'm complains about Twitter. it, they could take it off. Okay, but on Twitter, you can show pornography. I'm surprised Twitter hasn't like been like trying to curve that. I know Snapchat porno stars be like sending out like videos of them sucking dick and shit too. Yikes. Oh, yeah, I don't have Snapchat. Uh, I do, but uh, it's only to stalk, just to stalk one person, so. Uh, okay. Uh, it is. We did, we talked about that last night. <laughs> we will see you guys. <laughs> Tower Robin. Yes, glad to have you in studio. We'll have you back here in October, right? Uh, yes, October 22nd is yep. And, a Sunday. Uh-huh, because October 20th. Someone's got to pick me up from Indiana. <laughs> uh, that's okay. We're going to have a uh, uh, special announcement coming soon about October 20th. I got to clean. I got to clean a lot of things. Right, right, Brian? I gotta, yep. said, we need a cleaner. That's what we need. Yeah, we got a lot of things going on. And um, I'm going to... I can't release the information yet because there's stuff going on. But uh, we may be having to... Uh, Is it Kenny the cleaner? No. No? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Wait a minute! What kind oh, of hook is this? Oh! How's the, how's the Bible start? The Alpha and the Omega. And we'll see you in the Goodbye and good night.